MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, August 11th. We'll begin with this story. A Delaware County couple stands accused of verbal and physical abuse against their minor grandchildren. Rhea Kelsall, uh, who was charged with felony endangering the welfare of a child, felony intimidation of a victim, simple assault and related crimes. Her fiancé, Carl Hainer IV, faces charges including aggravated assault and strangulation. Now, the, the reason this is uh, a more interesting story is that Kelsall is the founder of what is known as Gratitude for Grandparents, a registered nonprofit created to help grand families financially through charitable contributions. Her organization has been featured in the New York Times and on PBS NewsHour. In a 2021 interview with PBS, Kelsall talked about her grandchild and her fiance's <laughs> grandchild, saying that they're your blood. You want to take them home, take care of them, and love them and everything else. It's not even a consideration. But Jeez. an affidavit of probable cause paints a different picture, alleging Hayner threw one of the children into the wall and grabbed him by the neck. Mm. It states the child victim one stated that it was so tight he felt like he was getting choked out and couldn't breathe, according to the affidavit. It goes on to say Kelsall tripped him on the grass at Springton Lake Middle School, giving him a bloody nose, then yanked him back up and yelled in his face before pushing him again. It's horrible. The children told investigators the abuse even occurred while on vacation at Disney World, where allegedly Kelsall got mad because the victim did not want to go on a water slide. One victim told authorities that Kelsall threw him into a trash can, which fell over. Uh, the child victim stated that he was told by Hayner and Kelsall not to talk about this or he would get another beating. Uh, the victim states that each time they would do something uh, that would include physical contact, they would tell him not to tell anyone. Hi, Grandmom! One of the victims told authorities that he was relieved discussing the alleged abuse. Jeez. He said he hoped talking about it would result in his life changing from quote, not being cared about to being a normal kid. Junis reminds me of uh, the, the Jerry Sandusky thing. You remember he was running all those organizations that benefited yeah, kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolzheimer said more grandparents than ever are now primary caregivers for their grandchildren. An estimated 90,000 people in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania are currently in that position. Uh, a family member has says that both kids are out of the home and now staying with other relatives. The search for the wildfire wreckage on the Hawaiian island of Maui on Thursday revealed a wasteland of burned out homes and obliterated communities as firefighters battled the stubborn blaze that has already now claimed 53 lives, making it the deadliest in the U.S. in five years. County officials said an additional 17 deaths have been confirmed so far Thursday in a Four Springs of Death told of 53. All three fires still remain active. And aerial footage showed whole sections of the historic town of Lahaina had been reduced to gray ash, including on Front Street, where tourists shopped and dined just days ago. So, Preston, you were you had vacationed in the area. You're familiar with this area, right? You were yeah. showing us yesterday where you were was just up the road. Yeah, uh, the, the, the condo that we stayed in for one of our trips to Maui was right adjacent to Lahaina. You literally could walk a couple hundred yards and you were right there. Hey, you look at what... 
it was before, and the footage now, the pictures, the satellite, it looks like Hiroshima. Yeah, totally. It's gone. Uh, by the way, Lahaina, the waterfront town, uh, dates to the 1700s and is the biggest community on the island's west side. Homes and shops were stripped to their frames or less. Boats in the harbor scorched, smoke hovering over the leafless skeletons of charred trees. Fueled by a dry summer and strong winds from a passing hurricane, the fire started on Tuesday and took Maui by surprise, racing through parched growth covering the island. Uh, search and rescue teams still won't be able to access certain areas until the fire lines are secured and they're sure that they'll be able to get those uh, to those areas safely. Uh, communications have been spotty on the island with 911 landline and cellular service failing at times. And as the fires raged, tourists were advised to stay away and about 11,000 flew out of Maui on Wednesday. Yeah. At least another 1,500 expected that were expected to have leave yesterday. And officials prepare the uh, are preparing the Hawaiian Convention Center in Honolulu uh, to take in thousands who have been displaced. And then finally, uh, heads up, starting on Monday, passengers will have to pack their patient or be patient as SEPTA employees begin safety reinforcement training for the next eight weeks following a series of crashes. Andrew Bush, the SEPTA media relations director, said over the last three weeks, we've had these handful of extremely serious incidents. And when we have something like that, we want to do everything that we can to make sure that we are addressing it. So the first of eight incidents started on July 21st. When two SEPTA buses crashed on Roosevelt Boulevard, killed one passenger, hurt several others. More people were injured on different days, including when a bus crashed in Fishtown and a trolley slammed into another one in Upper Darby. Uh, Bush said the entire workforce of about 9,000 people, from top executives to drivers, will have a full day of training. He said uh, going over the core principles, trying to give people helpful reminders, and then getting feedback, especially from our frontline workers, things that they're seeing and concerns that they may have. I don't know if this has any correlation, Preston, but I've been getting bombarded. I was telling you, Casey, with this ad for this game where you you back buses, 18-wheelers. Basically, you control backing them into... Really? Yeah, like it's yeah. A, it's just a crazy confluence that no. with this going on, I you know, seen that. maybe they could benefit from that app. Uh, <laughs> Bush said that they'll start with the nearly 2,500 bus and trolley operators and educate about 250 each day. They hope to finish this group by Labor Day. In the meantime, passengers can expect delays. Uh, they said to check before you head out on Monday morning. And he said, we're going to try to update with what we are seeing. Uh, this is something that we think is going to benefit in the short and long term. Uh, Bush said they'll try to push uh, information on the website and app in real time. So get ready for some delays. All right. In sports this morning. The Phillies won again. Beating the Washington Nationals 6-2 last night at the ballpark. Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos, and TJ Real Muto all hit two run home runs. 
uh, leading the Phils to the win. And they took three of the four games in the series from the Nats, including Michael Renzen's no-hitter on Wednesday night. Phils moved a game and a half ahead of the San Francisco Giants for the top spot in the NL wild card race. And at 64-52 are now season-best 12 games over 500. Up next for the Phils, Minnesota Twins come to town for a weekend series that begins tonight. And Christopher Sanchez is going to get the start. The first pitch is set for 7.05. The Union is going to take on uh, Carataro FC for a spot in the League's Cup semifinals tonight. That will be at Subaru Park. And the match is scheduled to begin at 8 o'clock. And finally, the Sixers will spend Christmas in Miami as the NBA released its holiday schedule. Uh, The Christmas game in 2023 will be Joel Embiid's fifth. Embiid has two victories over the Knicks, a win over the Bucks, and an overtime loss to the Celtics in 2018. The other Christmas games feature the Milwaukee Bucks heading to Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks, the Boston Celtics in Los Angeles to play the Lakers, Dallas Mavericks in Phoenix against the Suns, and the Golden State Warriors in Denver to play the reigning NBA champs, the Nuggets. And that is all we have today. Yes, Casey. The Eagles are playing on Easter, I mean, uh, Christmas uh, on Day. Easter is, Monday? I was going to no. say Easter Sunday on, on Christmas Day as well. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So, But they're, uh, they got a home game. That's, uh, oh, well, so that's pretty cool. So yeah. on Christmas Day, yeah. uh, a lot of people are working. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm, I hope their games aren't at the same time because I think the Eagles are playing like 430, 425. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know what the, they didn't announce the time of the Sixers game yet. Well, when the family starts brawling around the Christmas table, you can go yeah. watch the uh, yeah, exactly. sports. You can go, hey, look yeah. at that. Hey, yeah. 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 over there. Calm down. <laughs> or you can be Put in the down park- a knife, Grandma. Mm-hmm. You can be in the parking lot tailgating with me, Steve. I, did on they, Christmas. I, would, I dream of oh, that. Oh, yeah. front row seat. <laughs> no, no, yes. I'm going to get totally ripped. What I dream yes. of on Christmas. All right, well, we welcome you to Friday morning. That's what I'm really happy about, that we finally have the weekend upon us. Uh, we have a few things that are taking place. We have an announcement of an event that you need to be aware of. We'll get to that around the Bizarre File time, the first B-File. We also have a couple of in-studio guests who will be joining us. John LeClaire. Yes. Former Philadelphia Flyer. How one cool of the greats. And uh, he will be in our studio to talk about three-on-three ice, uh, ice hockey championships, which is taking place tomorrow at the Wells Fargo Center. So he's going to stop in the 8 o'clock hour. And then comedian uh, Annie Letterman will be here performing at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. So we have stuff to give away as well. We have a chance to win. Uh, actually, I think we have, what were those last minute tickets we had? Uh, Chris Tucker. Chris oh, Tucker, yeah. yeah. So we're going to give away those. That's pretty cool. This morning. Yeah. So listen up for your chance to win. And anything else we have is yours for the taking as long as you are participating in whatever it is we're doing at that particular time. <laughs> we also have our Word of the Week prize. We give that away at the end of the show. And we'll come back with a giveaway and the stupid question in the entertainment report. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com Your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com Where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. We are going to give away this morning a four-pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live Globe Party, which is Saturday the 26th at the Wells Fargo Center. And the question I'll ask for you this month, even though, or this morning, even though this month is August, the question I ask is about July. The month of July was named after whom? Oh, there you go. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The month of July was named after whom? 215-263-WMMR. Going to mention some birthdays while we wait for your call. Today's the 11th day of August. It is Viola Davis's birthday today. We're just talking about her off air. I, I, I watched uh, I, for the second time that movie Fences, which both you and I did not like the first time. You yeah. watched it once. Second time, I loved it. She's she's great in whatever she does. She though. is great. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing in that. She goes back to uh, The Help. Uh, she's great. In, you know, she has a small role in the movie Antoine Fisher. You've ever seen that? She yes. plays his mom. And she's amazing in that short scene that she's in. Uh, Suicide Squad, Scandal, Peacemaker. Yeah, you know, she's fantastic. She is. You feel conflicted about her because she's mm. clearly just evil, but she's also working for our side. So it's kind of weird. She's 58 today, and then some milestone birthdays today. Hulk Hogan is 70. Oh, my God. The Hulkster turns 70 years old today. Hey, happy birthday, Hulk. I can't be with you because I'm in heaven. He and Reed go way back. Huge friends. Yeah, Reed just uh, <laughs> filmed his uh, his porn video. I was just watching a video of Jesse Ventura, and a, and they, at one time, were apparently, like, the best of friends. Mm. Now Ventura hates his no guts. No kidding. Yeah, they had wow. some major falling out. Okay. And, uh, yeah, not good. Hulk is 70, and then... We have Hulk at 70, and Thor uh-huh. is 40. Chris Hemsworth turns 40 years old today. So, Don't you get tired when you're out and about getting mistaken for Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> Dude, I finally, I had to stop following him uh, on Instagram <laughs> because... Is he just too pretty? <laughs> no, he's just working yeah. out constantly. Right, yeah. And it's just, it's I don't I don't want to see stop that anymore. It. Yeah, enough. Yeah, you are a perfect specimen. That's great. Don't you live in Australia? Well, then yeah. just stay there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, he's amazing. Yeah. He's great. He's a great actor, man. He's, he's really good. Outside of the Hulk character, the Hulk character, the <laughs> Thor character, uh, he's been in some pretty Preston, solid roles. He's playing Hulk Hogan. Is oh, he? Yes. Right. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, he's wow. playing Hulk Hogan in the new movie coming out. Uh, he's 40 today. Uh, another guy who gets mistaken for Chris Hemsworth, Steve Wozniak. All the time. <laughs> uh, All the time. of Apple. Uh, computers. Uh, he is 73 years old today. Uh, Ian McDermott, who played Supreme Chancellor Palpatine and Darth Sidious, uh-huh. spoiler alert, in the Star Wars movies. That's one of those, that's one of those classic, you can't tell it's him, right? You know, like, yeah, right. that, you can't come tell. On, yeah. Come on. But when he's in full on uh, Darth Sidious, but <laughs> yeah, you do <laughs> He does it at Comic-Con sometimes. Really? Yeah. And, and go into that. And he's funny. 
He's kind of like this meek older English gentleman, uh, and then he, he slips into Darth Sidious, and uh, he's, hey, it's funny. On the way back, can you pick up a quart of milk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's 79 today. Uh, it's Rogan's birthday today, Joe uh, Rogan. How old is he? Uh, he turns 56 uh, today. So uh, a year older than moi. Solid shape, great shape, and yeah. I saw him, um, he trains all the time, obviously, in, in the martial arts. He apparently has one of the hardest kicks. Uh, have you ever seen him training with the uh, the, the, no. the weight bag kicking? Yeah, no. It, it just, it's insane. So 56 for Joe Rogan today. Uh, Kenny Gamble, one oh. of uh, Gamble and Hub, and a big birthday for him as he turns 80 years old today. Wow. That's wow. pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, the the list of songs that Gamble and Huff were responsible for is pretty impressive. And, uh, of course, they're on the Walk of Fame here in Philadelphia. And then he went off and started Procter & Gamble. Procter yeah. & Gamble was a huge hit for him. Uh, but no, I'm uh, totally different, but amazing. Kenny Gamble is uh, 80 years old today. Another musician, Eric Carmen. Oh, wow. Uh, so he was in the band called The Raspberries, but he had a huge hit from the uh, Dirty Dancing soundtrack with Hungry Eyes. Yes. Oh, that's it. Him. Hungry eyes. Why don't you feed your eyes? Uh, so he turns uh, 74 I think today. that was one of only two new songs on that soundtrack, which was She's a like huge soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I've had the time of my life. She passed wind. Uh, Isn't that it? No. No. She's like the wind. She's oh. like the wind, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're right about that, uh, Nick. It was uh, all like uh, doo-wop hits and yep. uh, songs from the 50s and 60s, and then two or three new songs, uh, including Hungry Eyes. Uh, that happens. You know, the, the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, most of the songs were already in place, and they were collected, and then just one or two were created specifically for the movie. Uh, then we have actress Anna Gunn uh, from Breaking Bad. Bad. She was uh, Skylar. Uh, Easily, I think, the, one of the most cringeworthy moments of all of television is when she sings happy birthday to uh, Mr. Beneke and her she's, boss. Is she doing it in a Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe kind of way? Yeah, yeah. I was like, why did this make it past the <laughs> editing room? Uh, she was also in Deadwood, too. But yeah. Yeah, I, she has stunningly beautiful blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, She is 55 years old today. Or no, uh, yeah, she's 55. Uh, then you have actor Chris Messina, uh, who was on uh, The Mindy Project. He's also in the movie Argo and Steve Devil. He's in yeah, the movie Devil I as really well. like him. And it was surprising on The Mindy Project how funny he was. Because his performance in Devil is is terrific. That's yeah. a that's a Shyamalan-produced movie. Yep, uh, so he is 49. And the last birthday I saw was uh, Embeth Davids. And Steve, you would know her from Schindler's List. Yes. Uh, she plays um, essentially uh, Eamon Goth's um, maid, but he is also having an affair with her. It's There's oh, that scene oh where God. in the basement where, uh, where he goes and she's she has the breakdown. She's living in mortal terror of this yeah. horrible piece of filth. Yeah. yeah. She She's doesn't amazing. have a lisp, does she? Excuse me? Does she have a lisp? I was looking at her picture oh, on list. I, I don't think so. Why? Okay, uh, no, because there was a woman that looks like her. There, that... You're thinking of Schindler's Lisp. <laughs> yeah, Schindler's Lisp, <laughs> yes. which is the second movie. Not as popular. I'm as... sorry. Do you have a list? <laughs> I. It's distracting. <laughs> Stick with the list. Your oration is disconcerting. Dude. Schindler's Lisp. Schindler's That's great. Lisp. I don't understand you. I'm going to have to take a second here. Mr. Schindler, do you have a lisp? You're getting my copy wet. Oh, God. Part of the wow. FF. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, the FS. The FS. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was in the movie 13 Ghosts, too, Nick. Could you check that out? She was also in the movie Bicentennial Man, which is kind of a guilty pleasure mind with Robin Williams. Right. The robot. Yes. And she plays a couple of characters in that movie. She plays Little Miss, the main female lead. Oh, yeah. And 13 Ghosts, Steve, is that one that has the number 13 in the middle of 13 Ghosts. Right. Yeah, it's T-H-I-R. I like that movie. E-N ghosts. Right. So she is 58 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get answers. Stupid question. The month of July was named after whom? 215-263-WMMR. And we are going to go to Brett and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Brett, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ed. Good morning to see you. What is, who was named after, okay, who is named after the month of July? Or who's July named after? Sorry, I was distracted. Go ahead. <laughs> Julius Caesar. Julius oh. Caesar is correct. Absolutely. Oh. Yep. All right. Hang on just a second. Why is brain on Brett? Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. Hang on, Brett. We're going to set you up. Uh, we're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for... You come right out of a comic. Hot Wheels. Mo- Anybody want to add anything else? What the hell's happening? I don't know. Four-pack four of tickets. For the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live Glow Party, Saturday, August 26, 7.30 p.m. at Wells Fargo Center. Tickets for all three shows on August 26th and 27th are available at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. All right, I have to ask officially, Nick, are we, is Mercury in retrograde at this oh, point? Oh, you know what? It might start today, Steve. Okay, because, because, uh, No, that was all human error. That had nothing <laughs> no, to do with no, 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 Never, never cop to it yourself. Blame it on the solar system. All right, we're going to start with this. Many in Hollywood took social media on Thursday to voice their concern for the wildfire fires engulfing uh, Maui. And Jason Momoa was one of them, as you would imagine. Plus, Jeremy Renner and Olivia Wilde all posted to Instagram to bring attention to the natural disaster, which has taken the lives of at least 53 people. Uh, the Aquaman actor had captioned a post that said, we are devastated and heartbroken for our friends and uh, Ohana on Maui who have been impacted on the recent in the recent wildfires, uh, Pierce Brosnan and his wife uh, share a home in Kauai. Uh, Keely, uh, his wife, posted a video of ocean waves lapping the Instagram and wrote, "My sincere and heartfelt prayers for Maui and Hawaii counties, Hawaiian community residents, family, and animals affected by these unprecedented wildfires." I mean, it, it, so they're just an island away, you know, and and uh, the carnage is taking place on that, it, not you know, a boat right away. Yeah, Jeremy Renner responded to the tragedy via his Instagram story writing very devastating to see my old home and the most magical community destroyed. Olivia Wilde also took to her Instagram stories to express grief in response to the disaster. She said, Maui's always saved me, scraped me off the floor when I've been down. I love her. Thinking of the destruction and the lives lost is really breaking my heart. A lot of stars do have Hawaiian homes. Homes, yeah. And uh, so I'm sure that they're, uh, yeah, uh, concerned by all of this as well. Fast and Furious star Tyrese Gibson is suing Home Depot over an alleged racial profiling incident that took place at the West Hills, California location back in February. Uh, the actor and two men who have been described as associates that regularly provide construction services to Gibson filed a lawsuit on Wednesday stating that they experienced outrageous discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling during a visit to the store. Ah. Uh, the three men are suing the home improvement company for more than a million dollars in damages, a number that reflects how much Gibson says he has spent at the chain throughout his lifetime. <laughs> I have no doubt. Uh, they are also seeking punitive damages and a, quote, uh, 
declaratory judgment declaring that Home Depot's actions violated California's Unrest Civil Rights Act. Do they mention specifically what happened? No, and that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. So they, they said that the lawsuit states that Home Depot employees purposely interfered with and refused to process a transaction based on the groundless suspicion of Gibson, Mora, and uh, Hernandez arising from their skin color, and in the case of Mora and Hernandez, uh, their national origin. So maybe somebody asked if these guys were from America or something right. like that while they're trying to check out, and they were you know having a hard time or accused them of something. I don't know. We'll have so to see the specifics. It's kind of vague. Yeah. Um, a couple of people passed, and we'll start. Both of them were you know horrible to hear about this, but um, a guy named Robert Swan. Uh, Stop uh, looking at me, Swan. He died. He died. Uh, the the best. Well, now he finally stopped looking. Uh, the actor best known for his roles in Hoosiers, Rudy, The Untouchables, and Natural Born Killers has died. He was 78. Well, I have to know what he... Uh, I have you'll, to see, you'll, know, yeah, you'll know him. So, the veteran actor died peacefully in his sleep on Wednesday in Indiana at his home. His death uh, comes after a long battle. He delivered the memorable line in Hoosiers where he goes, he rips up the paper and goes, Coach stays. Yeah. That, that larger guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that guy. He was, he was one of the uh, the the fathers of, of one of the team, uh, team members. He was... Um, uh, also, in The Untouchables, he had a great line, too, because he's the one who goes, Mr. Ness, I don't approve of your methods. Yeah. After yeah. he blows the guy's brains out uh, in uh, uh, when they're on the Canadian border. Um, throughout his career... He's the first one to notice the speech impediment in Schindler's List. Oh, he was. Yes. Uh, the character actor appeared in several notable projects, including The Twilight Zone, All My Children, the original version of The Equalizer, uh, The Babe, and Rudy. Uh, and around 2000, Swan pivoted from acting to focus on singing, which led to him founding the Harbor County Opera in Three Oaks, Michigan. So he passed away at the age of 78. He had a long battle with cancer. And then another death, people reports that actor Johnny Hardwick, the actor who played Dale Gribble yeah. on the animated series King of the Hill died on Tuesday. He was 64. We have a couple of clips to play. Uh, they're not over. From his uh, character, if, you, if you're not familiar, the Austin Police Department told the outlet that Hardwick's body was found after APD officers responded uh, to a check welfare urgent call. Oh, man. Uh, they added, this is not being investigated as a homicide. Uh, the cause of death will be determined by the medical examiner's office. Hardwick won an Emmy in 1999 for his role on King of the Hill. Uh, did you like King of the Hill? I did. And you know what? I didn't watch it with regularity, but when I watched it, hmm. it was pretty damn funny. It always made me laugh. I think I'm kind of in the same boat as you are, Preston. I would yeah. I would watch it when the opportunity presented itself. I thought it was full. I, I love the whole Chuck Mangione uh, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, fascination. Yeah. All those little idiosyncratic things with the characters. I thought it was great. It grew on me, Stephen. It was uh, mostly like in reruns. I wouldn't yeah, watch yeah. it when it was airing live or you know new episodes or whatever, but I'd catch it a few years later. And I'm like, oh my god, this is actually really funny. Same thing with Bob's Burgers. Like I didn't like Bob's Burgers, you know, when it first came out. Now I and, love it. And now I love it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Dale was the one who had the mirror glasses, and he was a conspiracy theorist. He right. was always talking about you know the government and all this stuff. And, and boy, it was kind of. We have a clip now. All right, here we go. This is him talking about. They're it. trying to control global warming. <laughs> Get it? Global. <laughs> so what? That's code for UN commissars telling Americans what temperature it's going to be in our outdoors. I say, let the world warm up. See what Boutros, Boutros, golly, golly, thinks about that. We'll grow oranges in Alaska. <laughs> Dale, you giblet head. We live in Texas. 
It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. It <laughs> <laughs> is a great show. It ran for 13 seasons. Wow. Uh, yeah, 97 to 2010. Do we have another one? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. I know what's wrong with it. It's a Ford. You know what they say Ford stands for, don't you? It stands for fix it again, Tony. <laughs> You're thinking of a Fiat, Dale. <laughs> uh, and one more. One no, more. That's okay. Now that's it. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that's sad. And um, here's a writer on the show as well. No word on um, on on his death and what happened. So I'm not really sure. Uh, I hate to hear stuff like that, like a wellness check, and they find the person. Yeah, it's, 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 it's terrible. Uh, in January, Hulu had announced plans to reboot the series in which Hardwick was uh, set to reprise his role. So sad news there. A um, couple other things uh, to mention. Deadline reports that the 2023 Emmy Awards are going to take place next year on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, January 15th. The three-hour program will air live on Fox from uh, the Peacock Theater in Los Angeles. Three hours. Uh, the award show has been rescheduled from its September 18th air date due to the ongoing uh, SAG-AFTRA strikes. A uh, host is expected to be named after the strike ends. CNN reports that the culture minister, Mohammed Mortada, banned Barbie from theaters in Lebanon on Wednesday because he believes the film promotes homosexuality. Okay. Mortada said the movie violates moral and religious values as well as the principles of Lebanon and promotes sexual deviance and transsexuality. According to CNN, uh, sexual deviance often refers to homosexuality in the Middle East. Uh, Kuwait also banned the movie on Wednesday because it contains, quote, ideas and encourages unacceptable behavior and a message that distorts the prevailing values of society. <laughs> I wonder, I'd like to see a list of movies that have been banned in countries like that. There's a ton of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, or, yeah. or what they'll do a lot of times is they will try to excise. They do it all the time when they release movies over in China. There's a, a tremendous amount of stuff they do not want. And they will, but but if the, the thing is, the audience is so huge mm -hmm. that they will cut the stuff out rather than just not release it there. Right. Uh, so Brody Jenner and Tia Blanco are happy parents to a baby girl named Honey Ray Jenner. Uh, the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star shared a video of Blanco's at-home water birth to Instagram on Thursday. I won't be able to be there, sweetheart, as I'm circling the solar system. And revealed that uh, they welcomed Honey Ray to the world on Sunday. I love you, little Honey Ray. Uh, the, he wrote in a caption, Mama and baby are in perfect health. We are so incredibly in love and have been Whoa. cherishing this precious time together as a family. My guess is Nick is looking at the footage of the water birth. Yeah. yeah. What, are, did you, what did you see? It's not edited and like, God bless him. I, I have no judgment on that. I just was not expecting it at 6.55 in the morning. <laughs> do you know anybody Turn it on. Yeah. Let me say it. I yeah, I do, those. Steve, and I'll tell you in a second after so, this video airs. Yeah, you see you see a lot of uh, red coming up out of the uh, the water from obviously from the, the kind of icky. After birth and the blood and all that. <laughs> it is a little icky. I gotta be honest. It's, I'm glad I'm out here. And you've seen a lot yeah. in your life. I've seen a ton. Yeah. It's I've seen my own Adam's apple disappear. What? What yeah, are you saying? No, I just said it is blurred out. Yeah, uh, it is. The but do you water. still see yeah. some of the, uh, yeah, the fact that the, that's a baby? Are they worried about sharks? 
Uh, no, that's a that's a kid's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, they are happy and they have a new baby. So good for them. Uh, former Bachelorette Claire Crawley reflected on her relationship with Dale Moss during a. Recent These are two legends, Crawley and Moss. Crawley and Moss uh, during a the recent new Cagney and Lacey episode of uh, the Almost Famous podcast. Um, she said, "Was this her saying this? Yeah, she said that with relationship brought out the worst in me. It crushed me. It crushed my spirit. I could see a difference. It crushed in so many ways who I was as a woman." Uh, Crawley and Moss got engaged less than two weeks into filming the show's 16th season. Reality star added that uh, she dipped low. She dipped low. After the show because she felt like she was, quote, begging somebody for their love. I remember this this one. You know, sometimes these stories transcend the regular base of viewers and it makes it into the, the mainstream. I think she was also they were making a big thing because she was one of the older yeah. Bachelorette, do you remember that? Oh, yeah? yeah. Is this yeah. the one where they were doing, like, strip... Uh, it was not, like, a uh, strip poker, but it was, like, some sort of stripping game. Uh, and the that one I forget. was, like... Yeah, and one, okay. yeah, yeah, he said, I'm not going to participate, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I know that they're both stupid. Mm. <laughs> uh, in an excerpt published by Oprah Daly from her forthcoming memoir titled Thicker Than Water, Carrie Washington detailed the experience of suffering panic attacks when she was just seven years old. Uh, the Scandal Star said uh, these attacks came in response to her parents fighting at night. Mm. Uh, she said they manifested first as a rhythm of anxiety that encircled my brain, then in, evolved into a rapid pulsing, a whirling frenzy of metallic thumps uh, like those nauseating old spinning rides at a county fair. She said uh, despite trying to turn her brain off when she felt an attack coming on, uh, she shared that she didn't have control. She said, I would take hold of my my fascia, mm. uh, then work outward through my muscles and tendons. What's your fascia? That seems pretty uh, pretty elaborate. I mean... It's, it's along with the muscles and tendons. Uh, so I would, it, it would take hold of my fascia, then work outward through my muscles and tendons. Sometimes I would rock my body back and forth, vibrating, rattling, trying to drown out the pulsing noise and regain control of my body. When I she you talking about? couldn't take the sound of her parents fighting anymore, she said, I went out into the living room and yelled, stop, please stop. And she said that this was the only, only the second time she ever saw her mother cry. Was this written... That, that she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah so it's a part of her this. book. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of saying it rocked her to her core, she Googled fashion, wrote okay. that in. Uh, it would take hold of my fascia. What yeah. is your fascia? Like Steve said, it's sort of attached to your muscles and skeletal, uh, skeletal uh, okay. system. All right. It upset her. Yeah. Could you just say that? Yeah. Well, no, she's. Her fashion. Making it a little bit more, you know, she gets literary. When she signed her contract in the book, they said if she could work fashion in there, <laughs> you get a, she'll bonus. Get a bonus. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, like Jim Jackson working right. baby wheel into his right. broadcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rob Lowe You get fashion in there, you get an extra 20 grand. Rob Lowe opened up about his time on the West Wing on uh, an episode of the Pod Crush podcast. Oh, Parks podcast. and Rex Star said that he felt a very undervalued in the role of Sam Seaborn on the first four seasons of the show. Thing sucks. He said, I felt very undervalued. It happens in any workplace. You can be in an environment where people sandbag you 
want to see you fail, don't appreciate you, whatever it is. He added, I did not have a good experience and tried to make it work and tried to make it work and tried to make it work. But eventually he shared that he just had to walk away from it despite the show's popularity. So he did not. He did not have a good time. And he apparently mentioned time on the West Wing. A couple of the names of the actors that made it a not good time for him in his book and then thought better of doing that. So he doesn't mention them anymore. Oh, really? But there were specific people that made it for him an insufferable experience. Anybody we would know? I, well, I I don't know. there's a there's a the big cast. Big cast. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So all right, interesting. Uh listen, it's a Friday. That means there's new movies opening up, so oh, I think we should yep. Grand Turismo. It's an action adventure. It stars David Harbour, Orlando Bloom, and Archie Medecki. Medecki, I guess is how you say his last name. Uh, it's based on a true story of Jan Mardenborough. The film is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Grand Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Two hours and 15 minutes long. It is uh, rated PG-13, wide theater release. Rotten Tomato score is at 55%. The last voyage of, how do you say the this? Demeter. Demeter? Yes. Scary. Last voyage of the Demeter. It's a horror film starring uh, Corey Hawkins, Liam Cunningham, and David uh, Detzmalkin. Malkian. Uh, it's based on a single chilling chapter from Bram Stoker's classic novel, Dracula, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, tells the terrifying story of the merchant ship Demeter, which was chartered to carry private cargo, 50 unmarked wooden crates, uh, from Carpathia to London. And strange events befall the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked each night by a merciless presence on board the ship. When the Demeter finally arrives off the shores of England, it is a charred, derelict wreck, and there is no trace of the crew. So this is a, s- a small part of the book, but it is a cool part of the book, and it's ended up in, like, Francis Ford Coppola's uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Dracula, obviously, on the ship, who's causing the problem, And uh, but it, in case it does look cool. It looks, uh, it looks really good. Yep. Uh, running time of an hour and 58 minutes. Rated R. Wide theater release. It gets a Rotten Tomato score at 38%. Stinks. And then finally, Heart of Stone. Mystery action thriller starring Gal Gadot, Jamie Dornan, and Aliyah Batz. Uh, Rachel Stone is an intelligence operative. The only woman who stands between her powerful global peacekeeping organization and the loss of its most valuable and dangerous asset. Two hours, two minutes long. Rated PG-13. It's a wide theater release in Rotten Tomatoes score. It's the lowest of the lot at 24%. Yeah. I have to amend that, by the way, because they were wrong. It's not a wide theater release. It's a Netflix release. Oh, oh. yes. Oh. All right, okay. a Netflix release. All right, we are now ready to play some clips. The last Voyage of the Demeter adapts a single chapter of the classic novel, blah, blah, blah. We already told you about that. Wow. And here, director Andre Orvidal talks about portraying the famous vampire differently than past films. We need to always keep a sense of humanity to him so he doesn't just become an 
animal, if you will, or a monster. He is a sophisticated character. I mean, he's he's a very sophisticated character. But in this instance, he g- comes down into this kind of feral, desperate state. And that's what we wanted to make the movie about. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> last name voyage. is Dracula, and I'm going to bite you. Uh, the Last Voyage of the Meter is in theaters now. Here's the next clip. The UFO crash lands in an old man's backyard in the new science fiction comedy called Jules. Uh, in this clip, director Mark Turtletop <laughs> yeah, uh, talks about how the movie's alien protagonist the was the key to bringing its other characters together. She doesn't say a word throughout the entire story, right. but she's the perfect listener that we all wish we, we knew or had. And that's what enables everyone else to start to say things that they haven't said in years and then to begin to share with each other in a way that they have never done before. Uh, Jules is out in theaters now. There you go. That's wow. Nice. Yeah, they, they, we were talking, uh, Nick and I, before the show today, and uh, August is a time when they actually will dump a lot of movies they've been looking to, to get rid of. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's okay. kind of the no man's land. Mm-hmm. It's, it's after the majority of the summer rush. Right. So you get a lot of these movies and go, ah, let's, let's take it out for a spin. Throw it there. Then. Yeah. All right. Um, we are happy you're on board for this Friday morning with us. We have several things taking place. We have a couple of guests on the show. John LeClaire stopping by today. Uh, comedian Annie Lederman will be here. Uh, we have an announcement coming up with the first Bizarre File a little less than an hour from now or so. We have some info we think you are going to like. We have Bruce Springsteen yeah. tickets to give away this morning as well and some other things for you to win. So make sure that you are indeed with us through the course of the show. We don't want you to miss any of it. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment. So hang, please. The into your neighborhood. Join Nick McElwain and Heineken today from 3 to 5 at the home of the city's best happy hour, Wicked Wolf. 1214 Chestnut Street in Center City. Catch the Premier League kickoff and enjoy $7 crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver. 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. Hang with the MM Army tomorrow from 2 to 4 at Rita's of Rockledge, 136 Huntington Pike, for an MM RBQ ticket raid. Enjoy your favorite Rita's treats and enter for the chance to win a pair of tickets, which will be given away every 15 minutes. I need to mention this, that uh, our friend Rory Cheddarwiz, who's trying to have the, uh, uh, to win the award for uh, mullet champion of the United States, he has slipped to second place. I don't like this. And it's not because of votes. It's because of they, they take into effect uh, into effect uh, charitable donations, mm-hmm. uh, uh, donations to the uh, Wounded Warrior Project. And I think there's a couple of different charities that this whole thing is going to be benefiting. It's, it's, it benefits a lot of veterans, which is a great cause. So um, if you would and you want to support this young man, it'd be great to have... Uh one of the greatest mullets in the world being right here from Philadelphia. Uh, you can click on the link that we have on PrestonSteve.com, but they're asking for monetary donations, so a couple of bucks if you can send over and get Or 100000 if you have it. And remember, he's going to buy his sister a llama yes. if he wins. It's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. It's a $5,000 prize, and he wants... Li- they live on a farm. He really wants yeah. to buy a llama for his older sister. And so. he priced him out because we checked it. The price of a llama is, can go up to about $5,000. Yeah, so uh, click on the... the 
the link on uh, PresidentSteve.com and, and help them out. All right. Um, before we get it, we have a few guests on the program. If we don't do this now, we'll never do it. And I think we need to go through the junk drawer. Not oh, the junk drawer. Yeah, the junk drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Getting things out of the junk drawer. Getting things out of the junk drawer. Finding stuff here in the junk drawer. A short week that feels like a long week. I have so many different <laughs> things that I get them mixed up. They're also I, different. I found something. Here we go in my junk drawer. Um, <laughs> parking in Philadelphia. Well, apparently, uh, the Philadelphia Police 15th District is going to enforce a rule: no savies anymore. Uh, no oh. savies anymore. So this is in Philadelphia. Yes. So this is not City Beat. Uh, no, this and is not. And it's not something here. you noticed. Uh, no, it's not. It's for literally, I'm digging it yeah, out of the junk, the junk drawer. drawer. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't save freaking parking spots. Come on, I man. I see people do it. And, and listen, I get that you, oh, this is right in front of my house or it's right near me. But you, legally, you can't no. save a space on the street. You don't buy that no. or, or rent that when you rent or purchase your home. It's just not part of the package As much deal. as you would like to. It sucks. Yeah. And yeah. I know, but, you know, we had friends that lived in South Philly. Oh, uh, God. Tim, Tim and Gina. Was a friggin' nightmare. And anytime I'd go, you know, pull down their street, I'm like, where the hell do you guys park, man? And you learn how to do it yeah. if you live in the area. You just never go home. But, um, yeah, so they've already started this. uh, They're rounding up orange cones. So people literally put a cone out in the parking spot and um, in just one day they rounded up 102 of them. 102 cones. Yeah. Interesting. Down in that area, listen, Tim would tell us that it'd take about a half hour just to find a spot, depending on what time of the day he would leave here. There's just no way to live. So you you just, here's my thing, you you know what you're getting into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before you make that purchase or decide that this is the best place that you should reside, and unfortunately, that's, it comes with the territory. And we had the discussion as well about the, uh, during the winter, if there's snow. Now, there's a little bit I can see, like if you've, legally, you have no right to, mm-hmm. but if you've shoveled out a spot and you put a chair out there, it's kind of a courtesy. It's nice. But again, legally, there's nothing you can do. I have an appearance today in Center City. It's uh, from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. It's at uh, Wicked Wolf, uh, which is on uh, Chestnut Street. And um, when the promotions department offered it up, I was like, okay, that sounds cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, the, my next thought immediately was, oh, man, what about parking? Yep. Like, and, and it's... It shouldn't cause anxiety in my head about figuring out where I'm going to park, but it does. Every and I'm Marissa, oh. I know you're used to it, but I'm not, <laughs> and it, it drives me nuts having it going to the city. There's a lot right next door. Is there? Yeah, it's All literally right. like well, right next to a lot. But she's got a she's a garage to park in, and you mainly walk or ride a bike around town. Yeah, when I moved to the city, only because we work so early in the morning, I didn't want to be like wandering the streets looking for my like car. A tramp. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing that at night, yeah. Steve. I don't need to do it in the morning. <laughs> Um, so I do. So I'm easy. But I have a, a very good friend who lives uh, right near where Tim used to live, right by Pat's and Gino's. And yeah, it's awful. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I just... get it. And it's actually gotten worse. They just built a whole bunch of, oh, you know, uh, apartments out there, condos. Uh, but I, it's just, it's part of living in the city. and Life in the big city. I, I do have friends who like, you know, if you're out on a Sunday, they like get home before 5 p.m. Because after 5 p.m., that's when parking gets harder. Right. But the, the, the snow thing, I definitely, that's where I, I enter into a... Um, 
uh, in kind of a, 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 a gray area because, yeah, yeah. that sucks. If, because it's it's a fair amount of work you got to put in. It is. And, you know? and so if you're... if. You want to be cool. You acknowledge that, and you you accept that. But again, legally, you have no right to that space. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the way of the world, if man. If only they could find a a way for the city to clean out and and you know, I mean, obviously they come through and they plow. But oh, in those areas like Tim's old area. You know, in that area, forget it. What do you do? He, he used to tell me when he would shovel out a spot for his car, he would have to walk around the block, and because there was where to dump you, the snow, you can't put it in the street, right? And you can't put it on. What are you going to on the sidewalk? Mail it to another state? Yeah, it's a good point. Where where yeah. do you put? Where do you send that? Stuff right. To? Wow. My okay. brother uh, lived in Maniunk and he would have like a snowblower, like a heater thing. And he would just kind of like clear the like little area of their um, friends. But it's what you had to do. There's yeah. nowhere to do. You'd literally have it to like works. heat up the snow and melt it. It's the only way to get rid of it. He had a he- Wait, a snowblower, but, but a like, heater? What do you mean? I don't know. He had something that kind of like melted the snow a little bit. Like it was, it had a heat element to it. Okay. I don't know. My brother does that kind of stuff. I don't know. He knows that kind of he stuff. He had a snow melter. Yeah, snow yeah exactly, melter. Steve. There we go. Or me, we need to invent that. Do I just create something right now? Maybe you did. Uh, but anyhow, they're not, uh, the uh, police said the only reason uh, that they stopped uh, initially when they were when they were trying to round up these cones uh, was because they ran out of space in the wagons and the cars they were using. No more room to put the cones in. Yeah, so they are, but they are, they're giving you a warning that this is, a, if you live in the city, uh, you can't save the spot. You just can't do it. By the way, if you're buying orange cones, like Lowe's and Home Depot has them, right? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. So 15th District is like Mayfair area. Okay. But I think it's going to spread to other other districts probably. So uh, just heads up on that. All right. Let me go back in the drawer. See what else I can find. I believe you're going through a drawer. With there that. we go. I found one. Um, so today is the 31st annual Left Handers Day, okay. August 13th. Is anybody left hander here? Oh, I'm sorry, it's day after tomorrow. Oh. Well, my youngest who was oh, here in the okay. studio, Caroline, is a, is a lefty, and uh, so yeah, it's it comes with its challenges. What I'm curious about though is. Are there benefits to being left-handed? You know how, like, being tall has its benefits, but it also has a downside to it. I've always heard that because we're living in a right-hand world. Yeah. Le- that, you know, like the classic in The Simpsons. Yeah. You know, that was the, the, the leftarian, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. The yeah. leftarian. The Ned yeah. Flanders ran. Yep. So, so um, yeah, I, I think there's, from what I understand, there's more detractions to having to deal with that. But there might be some kind of benefit that we're not aware of, you I know? was thinking, like, sports. Because yeah. you're used to, like, whatever sport it is, blocking somebody who's right-handed. So if mm-hmm. they're left-handed and well, hockey players, hockey, hockey and, uh, and pitchers baseball, yeah. are, are usually, and and, uh, and hitters as well, lefties are desired. If you're a left-handed reliever, you're a hot commodity in Major League Baseball. Right. But I'm wondering about anything else. Because <laughs> everything else seems like it's a pain in the ass to be a lefty. Um, so, yeah. This is apparently August 13th. It says, it's a chance to tell your family and friends how proud you are of being left-handed. <laughs> Remember the left-handed scissors in grade school? Uh, yes, absolutely. They had a little green, um, yeah. like a little nubby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, from time to time, if I'm in the kitchen or whatever, and I'm and I'm busy, and I uh, and and I need to use a pair of scissors left-handed for whatever reason, and maybe I'm holding something. It's hard to do. Yes. There are certain things. You're living is, in their world now. That, yeah, totally. That it is hard to cut. All right, with. So these scissors are these 
strictly right-handed scissors yeah. that I'm holding here. So, yes. like, I can't. I'm using them with my left hand. They're, they're not going to cut. If I, if no, I, no, no, it will cut. But sometimes, okay. if there's something thicker that you need to right. cut, there's a there's a certain pressure that you put with your hand when you use a pair of scissors, and um, uh, it, it's sometimes it's just weird using a left-handed or using your left hand to use scissors. I found a Reddit thread about benefits. Um, some I can't read on air, but this one is: um, you get to sit at the end of the table. It's set at the end of the because table. if you're sitting it. in like the middle of the table and you're left-handed, you tend to bump into the person who's eating with their right hand. So maybe they'll put you at the end of the table, yes. or they just, just don't like you because you're yeah. lefty. Okay, because you're always going on about your left hand. Um, <laughs> that I, is one of them. You what, get to talk to other left-handed people. <laughs> one that I didn't consider, a friend of mine, Earl Bosch. Jim was a was a lefty, and uh, he had said what always sucked was when he was uh, writing in school, um, as you would go across the page if you were writing in pen, because the way you write, you, yeah. you write with the ink and then your hand comes across it yes and it would smear all the time mm-hmm. uh going across that way and i never thought about that uh yeah yeah isn't uh is paul mccartney left-handed yes so it, 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 right so he does he reverse the strings on no, the no. bass? no he's uh, does they, he stand on his head Jimi hendrix did that's yeah. it uh he took a stratocaster and flipped it upside down right. and strung it the other way but uh no i think paul had a left-handed made for a right. lefty bass um hang on adam has a comment adam good morning hey good morning sir to bother you guys at work that's uh, all right man you a lefty uh, I am considered a righty, but only because I, I write with my right hand. So I you, play baseball, hockey, uh, everything is my left hand, even eating, but I write with my right hand. Now, my wife is a psychologist who's a lefty and loves lefties. Will not consider me anything but a righty because <laughs> I write with my right hand. You can't really? get into the collective. Uh, well, are you, are you're you, an outcast. Are you, are you considered ambidextrous? I, I consider myself ambidextrous, yes. Okay, so, but can you write with your left hand as well? I, I can, but not as well because I haven't practiced as much. But if I did, I'd be just as good. Okay. The word is, is that Da Vinci could write with both hands at the same yeah, time. At the same time, like yeah. two different languages yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time yeah. with two different hands. Is yeah. Yeah, I can do that, overachiever. but they'd be languages that I made up. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it, Thank man. You. All right, see ya. Some other random things of finding um, when you're bowling, you use the less used side of the bowling lane. Okay. So, like, it has more of the dust or sawdust it on it, like I guess. Vague the sand. benefits. Next no, like oil. Well, yeah, you know. Oil. Sorry. Working. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I'm think- oh, my God. You're thinking of shuffleboard. You're thinking of shuffleboard. Yep. Thinking yeah. of shuffleboard. Anyway. Um, have the- you ever done shuffle bowling? <laughs> no. Pretty cool. Use a bowling ball on a shuffleboard table? <laughs> they do. They have <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, they, they, they have good. little yeah. pins at He's the end. He's saying, like, a full 16-pound. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, but they, they, but they do have shuffle bowling. It's a bar game. I just remember playing okay. that yes. after my dad's softball games. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then uh, fiddling with the radio if you're a passenger in the car. You don't have to, like, reach if over. If you're a passenger, all yeah. right. I could see that. Eating a steak or anything with, car. A, with a knife or fork. Um, what does it say? I always use, well, maybe that's just their habits. Okay. I'll keep looking. All right, keep looking. Keep digging. Uh, it says here that um, you need to let people know that you're proud of being a left-handed okay. person and also raise awareness of the everyday issues that lefties face as we live in a world designed for right-handers. Wish everyone a happy Left-Handers Day on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's interesting. And they also have the Left-Handers Club if you want to join. Is it an actual club? Yeah. Made for left-handed people? No, 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 no. It's a club. Of, it's <laughs> like a beat group your of ass people. with this. Yeah. Uh, they, used to, they used to break you of your left-handedness yeah. when you were being taught it was, it was considered evil back yeah, then. The, yeah. word, the word sinister comes from the Latin for left-handed. Yeah, that I didn't, I didn't, never understood why, but, you know. And People in fact, weird. 
like Ringo Starr, I think is te- he's left-handed, but he was forced to be right-handed by his family. And so when he plays drums, as generally when you're playing uh, on a drum kit, you, you lead with your right hand right. As, uh, if you're a right-handed player. And as you go around the drum kit, it's more easy to get to drum to drum because they go from left to right in, in, uh, in tone up to down. But Ringo leads with his left hand when he comes around. And it's it makes it more difficult, but he does it because he's a lefty. Even though he was forced to be a, a live in a right-handed world. Uh, let me go to Tom real quick. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How we doing? Great. What's up, bud? I'm a lefty over here trying <laughs> to figure out this right-handed world. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you um, want to share with us? So, turning a lamp on and off. Now you got to reach your hand under and just blindly turn it. Mm-hmm. Well, as a lefty. Everyone that every house I go to, they're all right-handed. It's on the right-hand side. So oh. I'm coming in with my left hand, trying to spin around, trying to figure it out. And it's, it's difficult. Another thing is toothpaste. I can tell if someone in my house, I live with six people, they're all right-handed. When I put my toothpaste back in the cabinet with my left hand, the top of it is facing the right-hand side. Ah, because you're Everybody left-handed. faces it the other way. Because you're left-handed, is it more difficult for you to put the toothpaste back in the tube? Nah, I just, I got a small mouth. Okay, hang on a second, Tom. Let me ask you, when you put your toothpaste on your toothbrush, which hand is your toothbrush in? It's in my right hand. Okay. Look, the right hand, my right hand doesn't doesn't do much. Yeah, all right. It's lazy. Yeah. It's so, a lazy hand. When you so when I when I okay I hold my toothbrush in my right hand and I use the toothpaste I squeeze it out with the left hand. You uh, do, huh? Yeah. Uh, but then do you yeah. switch hands though to brush your teeth? Yeah, I hold the toothbrush in my right hand and I squeeze yeah. with the left. So there's and a, then I brush with. I just keep the 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 toothbrush in my right hand. There's the a time. small you, hole the in the wall that I stick yeah. the toothbrush in, Preston, and I move my mouth back and forth. Oh, so you just do it that <laughs> way, like a harmonica holder? No hands, yes. like a glory hole? <laughs> yeah, basically. a lot like a glory. Yeah, hole. yeah. you know, like, like a crest hole. First world problem right now is uh, my toothpaste because uh, I got it at Costco. Um, so I got like a giant five pack. Is it actually just hummus? No, dude, that would be great. <laughs> Uh, no, but the, t- the the cap comes... It's not a flip cap. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. <laughs> Taking the toothpaste cap all the way off and then having to put it all the way back on. Tonight, a story of personal <laughs> triumph. <laughs> Casey Boy from the President Steve Show with his toothpaste dilemma. We go now to Rutledge. <laughs> to his neighbors he grew up with. To get to the origin of it all. Um, this is not a left-handed thing, but this is a bit of an offshoot. It's another story. Oh, and look, I found it right here in the junk Yeah. Um, so researchers have found that hearing sounds from the left ear can provoke stronger emotional responses. Which ear do you use to put the toothpaste on the brush? The Swiss study showed a link between positive sounds like laughter hmm. with positive emotions when heard from the left huh. side. Uh. However... <laughs> There's a robust laugh. (laughs) No, only in the left ear, Steve. Yeah. (laughs) It worked. Do we have a, do we have the ability to pan on this board? No, I don't think we no. do. Uh, yeah. If I okay, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> All 
It says, however, negative sounds like screams do not evoke a strong emotional response when heard from the left. So... What is there any enhancement on the right side? Are there particular sounds that appeal to the right side of the no. hearing ring? Not not positively. Thirteen participants listen to sounds from different directions, left uh, like the left front or right. Uh, scientists are unsure why our brains would have evolved this way, and the study author says further studies needed to determine if there is a link uh, to hand preference or maybe even the arrangement of internal organs. A long time ago, I read a theory that um, one of the reasons that deja vu could happen is that yeah. a nanosecond before your right ear hears it, your left ear hears it. So the, yes, so it goes into your brain. The synapses fire. You hear it on one side of your brain, and then a nano. A second later, you hear it on the right side of your brain or vice versa or whatever. And so your brain is tricked into thinking, I've heard this before. I've experienced this before because it went in one ear just a little bit before it went in the other ear. I remember I remember that. I remember hearing it somewhere, Nick. And and it and it's like, uh, and that's actually fairly well accepted that that's what could be one of the main causes of deja vu. Of all the things... Deja vu is the thing I experience, I think, the most. You know, when they talk about yeah. little, like, flashbacks or whatever. It's They're, still weird, man. Yeah, like, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, but it could be simply that nanosecond delay, but in your own perception of that delay, it right. seems like a much... Mm. This has happened before. Essentially, yeah. you're tricking your own brain, right. or a sound is tricking your own brain. They say it determines what testicle you put the toothpaste on. I can't remember... Uh, any deja vu moments in particular, though, that audio... It seems was, like you just said that. ...was specifically triggering it, that. That's... Um, it, it, it doesn't it, matter. It, it's the audio that's happening anywhere in your brain. Anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that... that Audio uh, starting on one side of of the room and ending up, you know, in your ear, and then on the other side of the room, it, that that also gets to your right ear. Uh, that's what triggers your brain into thinking that this thing has happened before. <laughs> it's interesting because I mean that's how we perceive uh, where things are. Yes, is the 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 difference in time because sound you know sound obviously moves at a certain speed and it takes it a little bit longer to get from one ear to the other, and that's why I can tell you're on that side of the room. You right. know what I mean? Um, uh, and that's why in water, it's different because you actually, if you hear like a boat go by and it feels like it's right on top of you, it's because of the way sound travels through water, it gets to both ears at the exact, exact same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's all weird stuff. But that, I was, I've not heard that um, yeah. deja vu theory. I before. have. That's I, interesting. That's, that is one that I, I, that to me makes a lot of sense. Wow. Okay. I might have, I might have been able to uh silence the right hand channel. Alright, let's oh. try it. Okay. Uh, wait, please provide name okay, whatever. Don't worry about it. Uh, please provide the name of your favorite pet. On our old mixing boards you used to be able to, to do yeah, pan. there was a little knob called pan and you could move everything to the left speaker or the right speaker. Nah, and, I can't do uh, it. We don't have that here. So uh, Damn it. All right, uh listen, I've a couple other things to get to in the junk tour. Let's find something okay. else. Right, here's another weird thing, a la uh, the the whole deja vu and ear thing. Um, TikTok users, Steve, you sent this to me, are convinced that a CIA, quote, cheat code from a 1977 declassified document is able to make your pain disappear. 
The special method was developed by the Monroe Institute of Applied Science Monroe. as part of the CIA's Gateway Program. Mm-hmm. And it was a type of training with the aim of changing states of cons- uh, consciousness and to lead to, quote, a gateway into different modes of perception. So the Gateway Intermediate Workbook writes that to reduce pain. Listen to this. This is what you're supposed yes. to do. Okay. Anybody quote. have pain right now? I have a severe pain in my right knee right now. Okay, so yeah. let's take it out for a spin. All right. Here we go. Close your eyes. Okay. Visualize that part of your body that is in discomfort. So think about your knee. Mm-hmm. And the method requires you to look at that area of your body right now in question. After this, you should then repeat the number 55515 in your head. Five, oh. In your head. So do that. For a little while here, just keep repeating it. Five 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 one five. Looking five, five, at five, the five, area five. with your eyes closed, correct? No, no, with your eyes open. Okay. Yeah, you can't look at it with your eyes. Well, closed. you could. You could direction wise. No, it says visualize that body, and then it requires you to look at that area oh, of your body okay. in question. Five 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 one five. Should I be quiet? Yeah. Am I distracting it? You're ruining everything. Okay. Well, okay. Right, so now, how do you feel? He's standing up. He's Can taking you a little do walk. the Charleston? Uh, um, all right. I, I don't... It hurts. You're healed! <laughs> You're healed! What? It actually hurts a lot less. I'm not just saying that. Uh, it's Wow. It's pretty. That's can you? That's pretty wild. Can you do the rerun dance? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to try that right now. Okay. Um, How about the Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> no, but I did find finally figure out a way to uh, cancel out the right channel. Just okay. by reciting that Just number. Just by reciting that number. <laughs> <laughs> that's you can still hear it in both. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, uh, TikTokers uh, have been uh, f- flabbergasted by the seemingly no frills method, which they claim works. A bizarre technique is placed in the section of the workbook summarizing a list of quote daily tools, which it says are for use in your physical walking life. So, Casey, you're actually you're serious. You're actually feeling I'm dead, I'm dead serious. I've been having this issue in my right knee. I don't know how or why it happened. I think it might be from cycling, but um, I mean, uh, so what's going to... When I, when I rest for a little bit. So yeah. if I sit down, that's when it gets worse, right. right? So if I've been up and walking around a little bit, it hurts less and I'm not limping as bad. But if I'm inactive for a little while, the second I go to use that leg again, I mean, I, I can barely put any pressure on that foot. So let's see what happens in about 15 minutes. Yeah, was it hurting at the moment when uh, you were looking at it uh, just now? So it doesn't, it, it doesn't hurt. Doesn't ache right now. Okay, it only aches when I go to use it. <laughs> so don't use it. Yeah. All right. So I, I, we can't full on say that that is a success. But I wonder if someone better, listening, ha- you know, could try it. So here's the deal: uh, people are texting in some questions, and they were wondering if it could work on your back because you can't see your back. But TikToker Stephanie, who experiences chronic back pain as a result of a car accident, told her following of nearly a half million. Uh, one of her the. Their techniques for daily life. I tried and it worked and it freaked me out. Uh, in the clip, which has over six million views, she states that the document was utilized to interact with non-physical energies, uh, which, according to her, was fundamental in the CIA's Project Stargate research. That's where you go back to ancient Egypt. <laughs> but Stephanie isn't the only one who has been left baffled by the technique. One user commented, "Okay, I'm freaking out. I have lower back pain, and the pain went away. Maybe you have to look in the mirror if it's your back. I don't know." Uh, another chimed in, said, "I just tried." This with my sciatic pain and just now, and it's going away. But not everyone is convinced. Another person quipped, people act like they don't know about the placebo effect, which is sounds like this may be it. 
So um, the commenter's slightly pe- pessimistic view on the method isn't entirely misplaced, as laying center stage on the document's first page is a warning that says the material contained herein is intended for the personal and private use only by those who have completed the first session of the Gateway Program. The attempted application by others may result in undesirable oh. and uncontrolled effects detrimental to any such unauthorized user. I don't feel so good. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you may, well, I didn't read the first two parts. You may want to be careful. Oh, no. <laughs> Tucker but, just texted in. I can see. Oh, it's a dark line, listener. <laughs> Tucker's blind. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, so, the, um, you know, there we've had a ton of these things. Casey says, listen... I think and if a placebo effect gets you Possibly, relief, yeah. then it works yeah. in a bizarre way. So I don't know, you know. <laughs> Somebody texts and it says, I just thought 555-1212 and I got information. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes you to Trinity. What was that? What was the, what was the old phone number for information? That was 555-1212. Was it 555-1212? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not KI three nine three nine three. What's that? That's Imperial Pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> KI three. Uh huh. Five four three nine three nine three. Was that your pizza place? It's one of the several pizza places, but that is. What's Pika's number? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea, but Pika doesn't charge five fifty for a pizza, <laughs> and Imperial does. You could charge. Uh, I mean, you could dial time, and then whatever three numbers after that, and get the time if you really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Back oh, in the day man, when... we used to call time and temperature. Yeah, just when I was a kid. All just the cause. Just to just to call it something or someone. It, it was great. Is that oh the would it go? No, that's when it won't go. Beep. No, the time that is. means the call didn't go through. That's they use it now for that. No, no, you're I'm thinking sorry, the time doesn't exist. You're thinking of no, 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 no. Yep, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. You're right. Casey's wrong. Called the jitterbug. We need to find those old phone yeah. plans. Let's look for those. That you don't hear uh, anymore. God, they were, you know, Preston, <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you get a landline at all in your... Um, we have one. Before before it's the cell phones, mm-hmm. did you have your own phone extension? No. My own phone extension. Like in your room. Uh, yeah, 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 we had private line. Right, yeah, right. my my sister did. Okay, uh, but I, I I never got one. Right, right, yeah, right. She had her own phone number because you do that stuff. You'd yeah. call, you know, there's the oh, if you call this number, you get yeah the jitterbug line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just dialing. Yeah. What's the name of that song? In the mood. It's called In the Mood. If you call In the Mood. 6161, you get. You called the random laugh line. Jot that down. We'll we'll, we'll try to find those old phone prompt sounds and and so on. But uh, right now, I want to move on. (laughs) He's writing it in, he's texting it into his landline. From inside your phone, it's the Chittabagawa. 
attention, I, not a jitterbug. But so <laughs> l- l- let me for those who may want to try this with the pain. I want to go back to this real quick. You have to you have to visual, close your eyes, visualize the area that you have pain, then look at that area, and then repeat the number five 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 one five in your head. You might get some relief from it. It may work for you. Even if it's a placebo effect, if it works for you, it works for you. You know what I mean? That's all that matters. You may as well go for it. I I don't think it would work for me, but if it works for you, Do you have something that's currently sore right now? Not really. I've been... It's been good. Knock on wood. You're a Trinity man. Things have been pretty decent lately. I don't know what's going on. Like a knee was hurting me lately. And I knocked on wood and I hurt my hand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I broke my finger. Knocking on wood that yeah. I wasn't feeling any pain. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do an- one more thing and then, we- and then we're going to have to get to the drop off. Man, I have too many good things to go through here. I'll, I'll do this one because this is interesting. Uh, with the cost of IVF, in vitro fertilization skyrocketing, some aspiring mothers are turning to black market sperm donations. I saw this. One round of IV can cost up to $30,000. Uh, so some aging mothers and same-sex couples are turning to Facebook groups where men just donate their sperm for free. Uh, but they often require natural insemination or unprotected sex. I had sex. three testicles. <laughs> I was wondering about And that. I deliver. He's yeah. got plenty. <laughs> I was wondering how often something like that happens uh, where you ask for a sperm donation. Because I'm listening to the Brandy Carlisle audiobook, and uh, she and her wife... Um, they have a. Uh, um, they did IVF right from from Brandy Carlisle's friend, like her childhood friend. Right, and I just had this weird like thought, like. You know, do people do that? Like, especially like lesbian couples. Of course. Right? Like, well, you know, of course. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to do this yes. the natural way. Melissa Hatherich used uh, David Crosby. Yeah, but, but did, they have, but did they have sex? Is oh, that, oh, so, yeah. no, that I don't. I now, know. this isn't the case of a lesbian couple, and it is a movie, but you remember the big chill, one of the characters yeah. in that the whole time. She's kind of surveying the guys yeah. as to who's going to be, because she didn't want to be in a relationship with anybody. She wanted to have a child. Everything in her soul said, I want to be a mother, but I don't want to get married. Yeah. And so she's assessing who might be the best contributor. Right. To that. So I'm sure it happens in real life. And, you know, that maybe they just skip all the money and say, look, mm-hmm. let's just do this the one time as a, you know, for, for this. I had three testified <laughs> reason only. <laughs> but I'll bet it happens, Case. I'm, I'm curious if anybody. Hey, my name is Gary and I have three testicles. I might call Am I the in. you're looking for? And confirm that or not. Yeah. But who knows? I ran into a guy that I played golf with last week, just um, uh, a stranger I met on the golf course, and we were talking, and, you know, he was 46 years old, and he had a four-year-old kid, and I said, oh, you guys waited a while. He said, dude, we, we couldn't conceive. He said, we went through 10 years. Oh, my God. 10 oh years. My oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Of going through. Um, 10 years, man. 10. Uh, fertility mm-hmm. uh, steps, and eventually it took, and I'm like, man, you guys stuck it out. Uh-huh. That's, That's, yeah. You know, good on you. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was a um, it was a line on Shameless. It was a storyline. It was like the the neighbors V and Kev uh, V's mom wanted a baby, so Kev had sex with her. Oh, just to like not have to pay for the artificial wow. insemination. Okay. And by the way, it's you know that's not a guarantee. No, no, no. Yeah, no. 
Well, we're going to have to try it again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, for those who turn down natural insemination, donors sometimes hand off their genetic material in parking lots or even Starbucks bathrooms. You should have put this in a cup. A uh, woman named Nicole. Well, listen to this. It's just in a hand. Not, Nicole and her wife drove from Kentucky to Ohio to pick up sperm from a man in a casino. She said he basically put his donation in a cup and handed it to us. Oh, God. It was very weird. It, by the way, you would have to take some sort of... I don't know the process. Seminal fluid. Yeah, there's you would have to have something to keep its integrity. Correct. I would think you so. couldn't just put it in a in a in a, in a yeti. Well, and I don't know how long it lasts. A uh, few hours. Without, will it? Yeah. Okay. The, so the sperm will stay alive for that long. And the reason I know this is that um, I, we had we did an experiment in college where we took some up to the lab, the bio lab, and studied them after having spent some time Harvesting. by ourselves. Yeah. Yes, Oddly yes. enough, it was her French class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the French professor's like. What the hell's going on here? Why are you bringing semen into French class? Quite, uh, quite literally, we were studying studying motility and, yes. and uh, the the wiggle of the way, uh, of the sperm's tail. Wait a minute. All right, Tucker, our blind listener, texted back and says, "There's a song about a woman that picked up a hitchhiker to get pregnant. I can't remember what it yes, was. Yes, it's a heart it song. Heart. It was called All I Want to Do Is Make Love to You. No, that's it, it's what the, that's about. It's the schmaltziest song. Yeah, it's, what it's, I it's a total. Do is make listen love. to the lyrics. It's a total yeah. story. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. I never listened to it. You had no testicles. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all, it's just like, uh, yeah, she told, she's driving, she picks up this guy, and, and. Good uh, reading present. Yeah, all right, so it was a rainy night, so when, when he came into sight, standing on the road, no umbrella, no coat, so I pulled up alongside and offered him a ride. He accepted with a smile, so we drove for a while. <laughs> I didn't ask him his name, this lonely boy in the rain, fate tell me it's right, is this love at first sight, please don't make it wrong, just stay for the night, and then it goes through the yeah. chorus of all oh, I yeah. want to do is make love to you. And then she goes, so we found this hotel. It was a place I knew well. <laughs> so she had done this before. Yeah. She is a stone cold hooker. We made magic that night. Oh, he did everything right. Yeah. He brought the woman out of me so many times easily. <laughs> and in the morning when he woke, all he left me was a note. Or all I left him was a note. And so this is it, Casey. Okay. I told him, I am the flower. You are the seed. We walked in the garden. We planted a tree. Don't try to find me. Please don't you dare. Just live in my memory. You'll always be there. And then it goes on. She she has the baby. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, then it happened one day. We came around the same way. You can imagine his surprise when he saw his own eyes. So she had the baby. They had the with, baby. She had the baby with her. Yes. Uh, and I said, please, please understand. I'm in love with another man. <laughs> and what he couldn't give me was the one little thing that you can't. So she and her husband couldn't conceive. Okay. She went out and picked up Gary Lauer yes. on the side of the road <laughs> and took him to I a motel. Get in. And had the baby. There's other ways you can do that. The, like the, the car pulls I'm up. I'm just saying, that's I what the song is about. Get in. Yeah. But when you're talking about people meeting some dude in, in a casino in Kentucky, like, dude, can't you just go on Facebook and say, I want a child. Is there anybody here that would I would be like willing? to make love with anyone? Yeah, well, that no, man, somebody I, that you know, right? Well, yeah, that. But this was. Yeah. I think that's kind of the way this happened. That's but what, it wasn't someone they knew. Yeah, but yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you might not want that on your feed. You made what's that on your like personal? I thought feet. you said on your you feet. Wanna, like, I thought that too. <laughs> what's is this? Semen on my feet. I know you have a foot thing. <laughs> yeah, but let's. It won't work that way. It's uh, three feet up from there. So I was just thinking, Marissa, what would I rather have? That on my feed or some random dude's baby? Like 
I think I'd rather have that on my I feed. I think if you're going to get the potential father for your child, you find them on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a career in yeah, video games. Absolutely. So well, I mean, some people make a lot of money. All right, well, anyhow, um, that's the last item I'm going to have. Pull it up. Here we go. Rest is closing up the junk Thank you, Kyle. Singing the jingle for my junk drawer song. Listen, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Not only the bizarre file when we return, but also an announcement, something that you can participate in. We think you will enjoy it. We'll be right back. Stay with us. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, three things we're going to do here. Froggy, Bizarre File, and an announcement. Love so it. here we go. Sports and Social, you can cheer on the fight and just steps away from the stadium and Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with Budweiser, cocktail specials, giveaways, memorabilia, and more. We'll start with a story out of Tennessee. Official said, stabbing and carjacking suspect, Sean White, 
not the snowboarder, oh. right, was hospitalized Monday after crashing a garbage truck into a building on Dolly Parton Parkway into a hot tub place. Dolly Parton Parkway? That hot is correct. Place? Following a police chase, officers received a report of domestic disturbance. Make this, a right on Conway Twitty. Listen to this. While driving with his mother, White became agitated and ended up in a commercial parking lot. He stabbed his mother in the hands. Oh, my God. And then drove off in her Nissan. She suffered non-life-threatening injuries. First responders treated her wounds. And a short time later, her Nissan was found crashed. That sounds a damn fool. White had left the scene before officers arrived. At some point after the crash, White then allegedly fled. Flagged down a garbage truck. Mm-hmm. After the truck stopped, he reportedly got in the truck cab, held the driver at knife point, and forced him to continue driving. White, who has a lengthy criminal record that includes time in the Tennessee prison system, stabbed the driver multiple times before the driver ultimately jumped out of the moving vehicle. Uh, he suffered non-life-threatening injuries. The suspect then took control of the garbage truck and continued driving, reportedly hitting several cars along the way. The sheriff's office... Alerted officials the stolen garbage truck was coming towards the city. A few minutes later, the police department successfully deployed spike strips. The truck crashed into the truck crashed into Tennessee hot tubs on Dolly Parton Parkway. Fire department extracted and trapped the suspect from the truck, or ex- extracted the trapped suspect from the truck, and the sheriff's office took custody of them. The Highway Patrol is investigating the crash, by the way. Crime spree. Here's a follow-up story. The ex-husband of a woman who served a lunch that proved fatal to three people has claimed she tried to poison him. Uh-huh. This is what you had mentioned yesterday, yeah, Steve. Aaron yeah. Patterson was the only one who did not get sick after eating the meal at her home in Southeast Australia. Her former spouse, Simon Patterson, who nearly died from an unknown gut malady last year, has now revealed that he suspects she was trying to poison him. Uh, source said Simon suspected that he had been poisoned by Aaron. There were times he had felt a bit off and it often coincided when he spent time with her. In a social media post from last year, Mr. Patterson wrote, I collapsed at home. Then I was in an induced coma for 16 days through which I had three emergency operations, mainly on my small intestine, plus an additional planned operation. My family were asked to come and say goodbye to me twice as I was not expected to live. Wow. Uh, the former couple are now separated, but their split was described as amicable. Uh, Mrs. Patterson's former in-laws, Don and Gail Patterson, both 70, were among those who ate the meal, which allegedly contained a poisonous fungi. Uh, Gail Patterson, her sister Heather, and her husband uh, Reverend Ian Wilkinson were also at the table. Uh, Four felt unwell by midnight that evening. Uh, Mrs. Patterson and Mr. Wilkinson died nearly a week later. The uh, Don Patterson died the next day. Reverend Wilkinson is fighting for his life in the hospital. So Yeah, it seems like way more than just a coincidence. Yeah, the case has gripped Australia after police opened a homicide investigation and confirmed that Miss Patterson is indeed a suspect. Uh, we have to keep this kind of short because we have a guest coming up, so I'm going to do only do one more story, all right? Um, listen to this, man. A woman allegedly abandoned her dog at an airport parking lot in Pittsburgh and got on her flight alone after being told that she couldn't bring the animal on the plane. What? So first of all, uh, you know, there, you could take a later flight. Yes. You could find out what the issue is. But no, she left the dog in the parking lot. The Allegheny you. County Police Department said that the agency was notified Friday morning about a dog left unattended in a stroller at a Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh International Airport. Officers were able to locate a microchip on the animal, but attempts to reach the owner were unsuccessful. The, the police that? added that the dog's female owner was reportedly told by an airline staff member that her pet had to be put in the crate, in a crate for the flight. So they could have done it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, the investigation revealed the owner then abandoned the dog near short-term parking and proceeded to board the flight. So, rather than put my dog in a crate, yeah. which they probably, you know, how dare I do that? You know, I'll just leave him in the yeah. parking lot while yeah. I'm gone. Hang that, out. Do. Play with the cars. The authorities uh, contacted the state dog warden to turn over the animal. They said that the warden is expected to file a charge of animal abandonment against the owner. A photo accompanying the police department's Facebook post showed an officer posing with the abandoned canine, reportedly a seven-year-old French bulldog. So, a I, French bulldog! Just bizarre. All right, the cutest faces around. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. Here we go. Announcement time. We're excited about this, ladies and gentlemen. The MMRBQ is coming up on September 16th. We have the Preston and Steve side stage. And ladies and gentlemen, this is how you enter to be in live band karaoke. All right. Do you think we'll have somebody do this song? Uh, that'd be great. So, um, it was such a hit last time. Yeah, so the, here's the deal. We have the band side, uh, side stage. Uh, they are fantastic. They can play pretty much anything. It's side, side arm, right? I'm is sorry, it? side yeah, arm. What yeah. the hell am I talking about? We have a side yeah. stage. Side arm is the band. They can play pretty much anything. And last year we had 10 people come up and they sang a song on stage at the MMRBQ. It was great. It was fantastic. <clears throat> people were eating it up. Their friends all came out. And here's what we like to do is we'd like to give you an opportunity to be one of our singers on the side stage with the band. Okay, so very easy to do. You can audition for a slot by clicking contest at WMMR.com. You submit a video of you singing. The entry deadline is on the 24th, so you got some time this weekend, next week, to get your music video together and send it. And it doesn't have to be a music video. It's on your it's phone. Just you sing, yeah. Yeah, all right? Yeah. And judging and voting begins August 30th. Ten singers will be chosen. Each will get four MMRBQ tickets as well. Oh, nice. So you get to come and you get to bring some friends as well. So we are looking for singers. If you know someone who should be on in this contest, that's great. Make sure you let them know. And listen, you don't have to be a professional singer. No. You just have to be somebody who wants to do this. We are looking for a little bit of presence. Okay. Yes. And you do have to be able to carry a tune, but you don't have to be an amazing singer. We are looking for good singers, if possible, but you know, the, the charisma can sell us as well. And that's we had that represented very well last time. There were yeah. people who were really good singers, but uh, other people who really brought it, so yeah. whatever you can do, do it. We, we'd love to see it. And uh, the song that you sing for your audition doesn't necessarily have to be the song that you're going to perform. No. No, well. anything that you have. If you have something on your phone right now, yeah, apply. Send it over. So just click contest at WMMR.com Submit the video of you singing. Like we said, the entry deadline is August 24th. This is going to be so much fun. We had a great time with this last year. Judging and voting will begin on August 30th. We'll remind you about that later on. Uh, but uh, do it now, all right? And you can text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to enter and all the information if you want that right now. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to skip uh, the song. We're going to come right back after commercials because our next guest has a short window yes, here. Yes, get him uh, in. But we'll come back with John LeClaire. Yes! We'll have him in the studio in a moment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This weekend, 93.3 WMMR prepares for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band's double header at Citizens Bank Park. Serving up Bruce double shots, giving away our last pair of tickets at WMMR.com, and sharing stories of the special bond between Bruce, MMR, and Philadelphia all weekend long. 
Plus, tune in Wednesday at 3 p.m. for live opening night concert coverage with our own Jersey guy, Jackie Bam Bam. Some tickets still remain at phillies.com slash Springsteen. Bruce at the ballpark from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The Three Ice Championship is taking place tomorrow. It's at 1 o'clock, Wells Fargo Center. This is exciting stuff. And we it happen is. to have the head coach of Team LeClaire in our studio. Whoa. Former Flyer John LeClaire Yay. is here. Hey, guys. How's everybody? Good, man. How you doing, John? I've been well. Nice been to see well. you. And by the way, before we get into the three icing, you're still involved with the Flyers. You were named to a position in June, right? I did. I just got back involved with the Flyers. Uh, really excited about that. Um, you know, it's a great time to, to come on board, I think. I think things are really going to be looking up. Uh, in. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, the future looks bright. It does look uh, very exciting. I'm, I'm really uh, excited to be back with the group. That's awesome, man. Excellent. Yeah. But three ice is is your main focus uh, right now. Uh, and how long has the league been around, by the way? Uh, this is our second year. Okay. <clears throat> we uh, we had a run last year. It was really good. Um, you know, getting it out there. Uh, the product was great. Uh, we had some real good... Um, eyes on it as far as tv wise uh not as many uh butts in the seats but uh we're getting there um but it's it's a great concept uh everybody that sees it loves it they they, they can't get enough of it um and i think it's something that's going to continue to grow was the idea that um fewer people on the ice a uh, little more uh i don't know well, i mean um, hockey already has how, a pace, yeah. how do you improve the pace yeah. i mean well i i think the concept came from ej johnson who was just watching the the nhl overtime the three-on-three and just how exciting and how much people really love the three-on-three okay. three overtime. Yeah. And he's like, this is awesome. And then with the, the basketball, that three-on-three three basketball league they have. Right. They took some of that. Um, we altered a few rules to kind of keep the pace going and keep it a little bit more um, up-tempo. Um, we played two eight-minute periods, uh, which is a lot of ice for six yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And, um, you know, we added a few different rules where once you go over the blue line, you can't come past the red line again. So you can't take it all the way back into your zone and, okay. and slow oh. the pace down. Uh, it's all about high pace. We want to keep the pace pushing. And I saw icing results in a penalty shot. And if you ice the puck, you just, you know, it's a <laughs> Shot. Really? It's try to keep the action going. Yeah. Uh, you know, the skill. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, with the three on three, we have a lot of guys that are, are highly skilled. I mean, all the players today are so skilled and fast. So to let them have that ice and that freedom to do that, um, it's awesome. Uh, we even incentivize them. You know, I think they give out a, a prize each week to the most creative or most exciting goal. Uh, so there's a lot of little things like that to keep, uh, you know, the entertainment value. That's there. cool. John, you and I were chatting in the green room before the interview. And uh, and I said to you, I loved the three on three in overtime in the NHL when it first debuted. And then it's gotten sluggish over the last few years. It's all about puck, uh, puck possession. And um, so the fact that you guys have implemented these rule changes is fantastic. Do you think that the NHL is looking and thinks, hey, maybe these guys kind of know what's going on in overtime now and, and or, you know, the, in their regular games, we might want to use this in NHL's overtime. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they've looked at it. I'm sure they've seen the success we've had about keeping the pace up. Uh, and it might be something they look in. Um, you know, some of the things as far as, uh, you know, with that red line going back and forth, it's there's some gray areas sometimes that we've run across as far as the last touch of the puck and things like that. So there could be a little confusion if the NHL did. It's not as, you know, cut and dry. Um, but one rule I think that we do is awesome is when the puck goes in the netting, it's play on. You just keep going. <laughs> oh, I like that. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I like that. 
that. I think that's fun. And I, I'm not so, you know, we also, you know, it's kind of like shinny hockey a little bit too. A uh, goal scored, goalie takes the puck out of the net and gives it to them and away you go. Wow. So wow. It's, it's all about keeping the guys moving, keeping the action going. Okay. I just want to let you know, John, uh, my husband and I were up in Canada a few weeks ago. We took a road trip. This is on every TV, in every bar and restaurant, everywhere in Quebec. Like, everywhere. And it's really fun to watch. I mean, everywhere we were going, we thought at first, we're like, it's July and there's hockey on. What's going on? But it's really entertaining. It, it is. And that's what the, the whole thing is about, the entertainment. And who are the other coaches that are in the league? Um, so they, they got a bunch of really high-end uh, Hall of Famers. Uh, Guy Carboneau, oh. Ray Bork, Larry Murphy, Joey Mullen, uh, Grant Fior, and then EJ Johnson and Craig Patrick. Um, Craig Patrick was a legendary GM out in Pittsburgh, and EJ Johnson uh, played. He's a little older now. A lot of people might not remember him, but uh, he was a terrific goalie back in his day. Uh, John, do you still skate? You still get out and play? It seems like hockey guys still play till forever. I, I do. Um, when I got done playing, I didn't. Uh, I didn't play or lace them up for like eight years. Mm-hmm. And then we had that big outdoor game at Citizen Park, and I got invited to play and didn't want to embarrass myself. So I, I got back on the ice for <laughs> a group of buddies that, uh, you know, they get together every Wednesday night and we play. Um, so I've been with that group playing hockey for the last five or six years have, now, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Have you played three ice? Have you played your, your own? Have you, yeah, that format? I'm yeah. not quite at the level to get out and play with these guys. <laughs> does uh, it, does that's, it, that's way by. Is it intriguing to you, though? You think you might like to take a spin and give it a shot? Because to to the casual observer, it looks like it's very cool. It, it is cool. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we we'll have morning skates and we'll get out on the ice with them and, and skate around and okay. just push pucks as a coach kind of stuff. Uh, Jumping a drill every once in a while, <laughs> but uh, that's as far as it's going right now. All right. So so you said two eight minute halves. Um, how many how many people on each team? So you have six skaters and a goalie. Six skaters and a goalie. Yep. And so you're you're substituting like like regular hockey, right? Exactly. They okay. change on the fly. The, the whole, all that stays the same. It's just, um, but it's a lot of ice and for six yeah, guys. For three, and, yeah. So we, and we actually changed the format a little bit this year. Last year we did it where it was a three tier each weekend. Uh, this year it's a two tier. We bring four teams in instead of six uh, six teams in. Uh-huh. So last year these guys were playing uh, almost four games sometimes, and they were exhausted. <laughs> oh, to me, it seems the most daunting thing in the world I mean with a sport you look at they just added like a a, a, a pitching clock to baseball you know they, they, it's always tinkering to make it you know something that is a is a real contest for the for the athletes participating but also the spectators you want them to have a good time so um, I mean I, I think out of the gate this seems to have a lot of the elements that are, that are working but um, you know do, do you feel that right now this iteration of it is is pretty much the way it's going to be from here on in or, or do you still see a lot of tinkering that needs to be done. I think we have the the you know the foundation of what they want to do for from the way it sounds. I mean, there's always tinkering. There's always things we can add to improve. Um, but I mean, the world today, it's all about you know quick entertainment. Yeah. Nobody wants to wait around. So I think that's why Three Ice is so appealing. Uh, and like I said, you know, as she mentioned, Kathy mentioned on TV, yeah. it's, it's it's very it, it, it comes across well on TV. Yeah, it really does yeah. translate well. So with, uh, with I want to go through some of the other rules because these are these are intriguing. Uh, there's no power plays because obviously you've only got three skaters out there. Penalty shot, but the penalty shot's not your average penalty shot. It's okay, a, it's a jailbreak penalty shot. So the guys are lined up on the blue line. Once he touches the puck, they chase him. <laughs> and then once, uh-huh. and if he doesn't score, it. if he doesn't score, the puck's live. 
Okay, so, so it just it, keeps going. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a a, a soccer penalty shot. Yeah. Too. Okay. Well, that's yeah, and it says the goalie can play the puck anywhere on the ice. Right. Yeah. Last year I had my goalie. He he actually skated the puck all the way to the far blue line. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's you know there there's it's open to be as creative as you want out there. Yeah, it's like some of this almost sounds like a little bit of pond hockey. You know, uh, stuff that you and your friends just used to tinker around with when you were playing. You know. It, it, there's a little aspect of that, but it's still we want to keep some conformity to it. Oh, I'm because, sure there's rules, you know, you don't want but I mean, like the jailbreak <laughs> penalty yeah. shot. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. That's the way, what we would have done. Exactly. You no, can bring a gun on done. the ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things we're tinkering with. Right. Gonna, right. You know, a ball, a bat. But um, <laughs> we're just, uh, yeah, it, it's not complete bedlam. Yeah. But yeah. There is yeah. some rules. Um, but yeah, it's it's to like like I said, these kids are so talented. What they can do with the stick in the puck and um, in the speed that it's done at, uh, we just want to let them show their stuff. Where yeah. you guys? Uh, where, where are the players coming from? Where where do you guys see the recruitments happening? So a lot of right now, we have a lot of players that uh, played over in Europe mm-hmm. and a lot of players that play in the East Coast League, uh, and we've got quite a few AHL players. Okay, um, you know we've had a few many ex NHL players, guys that have had some time in the NHL, mm-hmm. um, and I think more that's hooked on you'll find you know some guys that can still skate and play and love the game yeah but might not be in the nhl anymore and want to want to have some fun for the summer and, and this is right up their alley awesome john you used the term earlier in this conversation and i had never heard it until uh, a season or two ago uh, scotty hartnell was in the booth and he described uh, a game as being shinny hockey and i misheard yeah. it i didn't hear shinny uh, i thought he was describing <laughs> poor play a lot on of the games ice. like that <laughs> Uh, so I texted uh, Scott and I said, uh, "What did you just say on air?" And and but uh, explain to the casual NHL fan oh. what shinny hockey means. Well, shinny hockey is just basically what you do when you go play pickup basketball or when you go to the ice, you throw the sticks out and you just pick a team and you go and there's there's really no rules. You know, a guy pulls you down or hooks or a penalty, you just you stop, you give him the puck and away you go. Um, it's just about playing hockey. There's no rules really. You just kind of go and play and. Um, you judge what's fair out there on the uh, ice. You were talking about calling some players from Europe, and I, I my wife and I happened to be uh, in the Czech Republic. Uh, we took a vacation, nice. and man, that is a hockey <laughs> area, unbelievable. And I was curious, you know, how how do how does that location figure in? Uh, because there were restaurants devoted to hockey. They were fascinated with American hockey. Uh, it, it was yeah. just all over the place. Is that is that a hot spot when you're looking to recruit talent? I mean, obviously, Czech's got tremendous players. Yeah. It's obviously one of the more predominant uh, hockey destinations where they produce a lot of great players. Um, but all of Europe is really involved. Okay. Um, but most of our players are North American-born players uh. that are over there playing. And they come back here for the summer, and then they join this league to stay sharp. Or, you know, some guys need it to, you know, put it on their resume as far as uh, trying to to sign on with another team. Um, but, uh, you know, it's more of that kind of... I see. How many uh, international tournaments did you play? Because there was the 96 World Cup was here, right, in Philly, I think mm-hmm. at the Wells Fargo Center. I think it was the, maybe the first event at the Wells Fargo it Center. It was. Yeah. 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 Um, and and uh, so how many did you play in, and did you like playing international tournaments? Um, I'm not sure. I, I played in uh, quite a few. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play with Team USA for quite a bit. I played in some World Juniors, uh, a couple Olympics, and then, um, you know, the World Cup. Um, playing for your country, there's nothing better. It really isn't. Um, and I was fortunate. I, I played in, a, you know, an era where we had some great players. I played with, you know, maybe... 
one of the greatest eras of USA hockey players uh, to come along. I mean, obviously now there's another group that would definitely have something to say about that, I'm sure. (laughs) But, um, you know, with the talent that we had, the success that we had, um, you know, we just came short in Salt Lake on the gold medal. But, you know, the World Cup was a big thing. Uh, It's one of, it's right up there as one of my top, uh, you know, hockey moments, uh, being able to win the World Cup and represent Team USA. It's so cool to watch. And and when you get these tournaments uh, where there are the best of the best in the world, it's just, um, and and then you're, you're not necessarily representing a team at that. You're representing the entire country. You know, it, it, it takes it to a different level. It, it does. You and when you put that jersey on, you do feel that pride. You really do. Um, and it's it's an honor. It really is an honor. Anytime you're able to, to represent your country in in a sport you love. What so. palms do you need to grease to get three ice in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they talk about it. You you always hear about the Olympics adding different sports left and right. So yeah, this seems um, like this seems like this would fit nicely. It, it, it would, especially if you know they're having trouble getting some of the NHL players to come across and right. it being the best on best that they want. I mean, who knows? They might want to go a different direction. Um, I assume that's an elaborate process. I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, we um, this is people Few fly for the yeah, right, yeah. yeah. John, being involved, you know, with the with the Flyers again, and uh, and, and I want to I want to ask this respectfully uh, because uh, you you are now um, uh, you're a veteran of the game, you're a veteran of the team, you're an older guy now, <laughs> and being around and seeing the team in the locker room, the young guys that are playing, what kind of memories does that bring back to you when you were active and and the Flyers were what they were when you were on the team? It does. You walk back in the building, it does. It brings all that back to you, the great memories. I have nothing but great memories of being a flyer. So when I go back, then that, that's kind of why I, ex- I expect that all these other guys thinking that they're living the same, um, you know, experience I got. Yeah. It's, it's an honor. It's, you know, you're proud to be a flyer. And, um, you know, I, I think we're going to start seeing that in a lot of the guys. They're going to start not that cocky swagger, but that proud swagger. It's, yeah. it's important to represent the flyers and represent the flyers the right way. Do you yeah. want do you, in a, in a way without saying, listen, kid, you know, uh, like treasure this time. This is really <laughs> special. You know what I mean? It, it is. I mean, uh, you know, I played 16 years, but it went by like that. Yeah. It, uh, it goes in a hurry and uh, you want to make the most of it. And you got to to make the most of it. You got to put a lot into it. And yeah. that's what uh, that's what we need. Yeah. Well, we were just saying with uh, Trey Turner the other day in that standing ovation and John Cruck is talking about, you know, what it's like to play in Philadelphia. And he said he feels bad for anyone who chose not to play in Philadelphia because they were intimidated by the fans. It it is. I I think that's what makes it great playing here. I loved it. I I mean, you know, they keep you honest and there's nothing wrong with a fan, um, you know, telling you what he thinks. That's That's who's paying your salary. And, you know. That's part of what pushes, I think, a lot of Philly athletes, too, is, you know, it's not pressure, but it's it's good to know that uh, these guys care. It's not because they, they think you stink. It's because they care. <laughs> yeah. And they care about their team. Well, they you really know, Crockett mentioned that, uh, and you have these players who really, you know, he predates them substantially, and yet they review the YouTube videos, and they go back and they watch the archival footage, and it's something that did not exist, really, for a lot of players. Do you do you get, are you surprised at people, these younger players who might have apprised themselves of, of, of your playing and watched, you know, uh, games that are available on YouTube, and <laughs> is, do, does that does that happen? 
I'm not sure. I, yeah. I don't put that. I, you know, half the time I introduce myself all the time because I don't think anybody recognizes me or even knows who I am. So that's kind of where I start from and we'll go from there. I got gotcha. you. Uh, you know, like I said, playing in this, there's a lot of pride, you know, being able to play in any I think any team here in Philadelphia. Um, and I think, you know, when you hear all these athletes, there's a reason why this is one of the best sports towns in, in, in America and, and people love playing here. And it's, it's going to be a destination soon for hockey players too. There was a moment in the last few months where, um, Tortorella was being interviewed and somebody asked him about, uh, Flyers alum. People have been in the organization for a long time coming back. And, uh, there's this weird knee jerk reaction in Philadelphia, especially amongst Flyers fans of, uh, oh, of course they're hiring somebody. You know, he's, he's, he's been in the Flyers forever and, and that, that's a bad thing. And Tortorella spun it in a way that I really appreciated, which was, uh, that's a good thing. They, they take pride in this organization, John. You certainly did when you wore the orange and black, the, you know, the Joneses of the world, the Danny Briers, you know, these guys that loved playing hard in Philadelphia, loved having winning teams in Philadelphia and it might make you and probably wants to make you do even that much more for the organization, you know, because you want it to restore it to where it once was and really where it should be. Yeah. When, when Torch said that, I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I have a lot more invested than a lot of other people. I care a lot more. I, I mean, I live here. I, you know, like I said, uh, my best years were here in Philadelphia. I, I love the city. Like, um, I'm invested in, in for the Flyers uh, doing well. Uh, it is what I want to see happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really get all that part of it. But, um, you know, you you got to start first and foremost. You hire the, the person that you think is the most qualified. But, you know, when it comes down to something like that, to me, I, I think you want people that are invested and really care about, uh, about the whole scene, too, about right. everything. So, John, with tomorrow in the championship at the Wells Fargo Center, uh, what else is going on? Who's playing? What uh, what do we need to know? Um, so, tomorrow you have uh, Team Patrick and Team um, Johnson, Team Bork, and Team Murphy are the finals. Okay. Team McClure didn't quite make it to the finals, which Aww. was disappointing. <laughs> I'm as disappointed as you. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was tough. Uh, we didn't have the year we were hoping. But, um, yeah, it starts at 1.00. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the four games will take place and we're going to crown a champion and it's going to be the, the Patty Trophy. How many games in the season, by the way? Um, so we do uh, eight weekends. Okay. Um, so six weekends. Each team's got three weekends to get their points. Okay. Um, so my three weekends were in the past. We, we didn't have uh, such a great run. But uh, you, you get points and then whoever's in the, the top four point goers go to the finals. Okay. Well, the tickets are available. Uh, you can go to wellsfargocenterphilly.com and also 3ice, the number 3, 3ice.com and get tickets. And uh, this is, listen, it's it's exciting. It's, uh, it's fast moving. It's cool twists on the regular hockey rules that you're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's the championship, yeah. and it, it's tomorrow, and it, and it's inexpensive as well. It's not like you know going to a football game or something like that. You're gonna you're gonna be able to afford this. It's a, in fact, there were ten dollars seats from what I understand, uh, for, oh, depending nice. on where you purchase them. So uh, make sure you go and support and check this out, and uh, we'll see you around during the season, I guess, since you're uh, you're in the organization. I am. I'll be a little more visible. Hopefully, awesome, but, man. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, tomorrow, and then uh, obviously the the year ahead. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for stopping by, John. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. John LeClaire, yeah! right here on the President Steve Show. John's going to work his way out. He's got to get going. So we have uh, a couple of minutes to play with. I All think right. we have another guest who's coming up in a little while. So, uh, you know what we need to do, or else we're not going to get it done now, is uh, we need to do the connoisseur. So I think that we. It's time for a mini connoisseur. 
Is it mini or is it going to be regular size? It could be. It could be one or the other. Smaller than usual, but not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it mini. Um. By the way, I wanted John to get out. He's my all-time favorite flyer. I didn't want to geek out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did, he's I so humble. I didn't want to nerd out on him in too much. I but he's, he's my all-time favorite player on the team. He's just <laughs> Such a, a power player. forward yeah. like him. was just so cool to first, watch him play. First American-born player to score 50 goals three seasons Good in a row. God. Yeah. That's amazing. He was wow. incredible. All right. Uh, anyway, so was, <laughs> he's coming back. He heard it. He heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. What'd you say about me? Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll also throw in some clips and, yeah. and play the movie clips. You want to start with one? We, we should start okay, with one. And yeah. we're going to give away. Uh, we have three. We're going to let you choose. Okay. Okay. You can choose either tickets to the Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash, which is this weekend. Uh, you can have a case of Trogues a Perpetual uh, from Trogues Brewery. Or you can have tickets to see Chris Tucker. Um, and this is at the Met in Philadelphia. The show is Wednesday, October 18th. And tickets go on sale today, by the Do way. Do you understand the words yeah. that are coming out of my mouth? That's not the clip we're playing right now, but that is Chris Tucker. All right, let's play a movie food clip and see if it, you can identify what movie this is from. Listen closely. Here we go. Hello, Miss. Would you like to buy an ice cream? Me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Eight minutes, please, sir. There you go, Tom. Keep the change. Thank you very much, sir. What do you think? It's wonderful. Yeah. You should be very proud. Thank you very much. You should be very proud. All right, 215. <laughs> such a cute scene. It is a great it scene. 215263 WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that's from. All right, so yesterday, and we'll go ahead and celebrate it. Today was National S'mores Day. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you didn't even get anybody Christmas presents. We or? didn't, but we, our family is a big s'mores family. So are you big doing s'mores every weekend, basically? Uh, not every, every day? No. So sometimes, I mean, we usually have the ingredients in my house, and sometimes the ingredients don't last long enough for us to put them over an open flame. So All right. yeah, my kids will just, they, just they buzz right through. I'll tell yeah. you what, I'll, I rec- make the recommendation all the time. <laughs> Tuckins yeah. are tremendous. They're, they're self-contained s'mores. But I, I'm a huge s'mores fan. Are you, Preston? No, uh, not really. Yeah. I, I'm I'm over uh, marshmallows. Oh. Uh, so I don't really care. Now, I like graham crackers. I like chocolate. I like yeah. all that stuff. I don't hate, hate marshmallow. But marshmallows just seems like kind of a waste to me. Uh, and I'm kind of just over the flavor. Um, so anyhow. Um, you re- reached that point in your life. I have. Yeah. 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 Um, I had tried to make a s'more in the air fryer, which can work. I did it too long. Right. Uh, but it, it can work. And you and, made a fire. And I, I did not make a fire, no. <laughs> but I also made the mistake. I put the chocolate in there as well. Chocolate does not need to go into the air fryer. Just the um, the marshmallow on top of the graham cracker. Now, there's another thing that we wanted to try. But again, the ingredients didn't last long enough for us to try them. But it is a s'more inside a croissant instead of a graham cracker. So like mm. a chocolate croissant with marshmallow. Essentially, that's what it is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. I would do it without the marshmallow. It'd mm. be great. But it's so, good because it You've been crumble. scarred by marshmallow. Here's here's <laughs> the origin of, of the s'mores. That's mainly why I wanted to talk yes, about it. Yes, the history. Uh, the origin of the snack is credited to the entrepreneur Alec Barnum. Uh, as in P.T. Barnum? I assume so. However, the first recorded version of the recipe can be found in the 1927 publication of Tramping and Trailing with the Girl Scouts. Marshmallows are desired by many tramps. Yes. <laughs> it, does, it does say tramping, so. If you're 
tramp or loose in general, you probably love the taste of marshmallows. You little tramp. You little tramp. Uh, even though the Girl Scouts were not the first ones to make s'mores, Girl Scout groups described them in their report as early as 1925. Oh, and yeah, okay. so there was... Everyone's loving s'mores. Small, small, small. Especially uh, the we, tramps. We need marshmallows. Robbing hookers love s'mores. <laughs> when did the marshmallow first come on the scene? Good Ancient question. Egypt. No pun intended. Good question. Yeah. Ancient Egypt is the lore that I have heard. So should have been Moses, uh, what are you eating there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're called marshmallows. Steve, from- he's standing over the burning <laughs> bush with a stick in a marshmallow. <laughs> are you going to let this fire go to waste? No, my lord God, what should I do? There's a stick, there's a marshmallow, and there's chocolate. And a grand And thus was born. The small. Uh, no, from, so, like, the marsh, like literally a marshmallow is, uh, uh, there are natural marshmallows, and that's where the confectionery candy came from. I have heard that term Marsh, marsh melon as well. No, marshmallow. Yeah. Mallow. But I mean, the, yeah. yeah. But that, oh, that's uh, the name of like a, a plant, a yes. flower or something? Oh, interesting. Okay, it's it's a, almost like a reed. Okay. Does it resemble a marshmallow? Uh, the the flower part of it does, and it's edible. Okay. Okay. okay so is a marshmallow candy? Yeah. I think it is, right? Uh, no, it's I'd a say, dessert. Yeah. I think it's a type of steak. All right. Early recipes use the name s'mores. Two words. S'mores. And it's unclear when the word s'mores became the more common name. In so a, we don't get French benefits? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, so uh, here are some uh, twists on it. Try spreading peanut butter on the graham crackers mm-hmm. before adding other ingredients. Mm. You could substitute peanut butter cups in place of the chocolate bar. That's one I learned from Casey. And I learned that from the con family. How about this? Up. Replace the graham crackers with fudge dipped cookies. Oh, yeah. oh, God. You could use the, the fudge stripes, you know, the oh, Keebler fudge yes. stripes. I could be yeah. convinced yeah. that. I like that idea. You were scarred by marshmallows, man. And you can add banana slices oh, as yeah. well. According to All this those work. particular yeah. story. Interesting. Huh. Oh, uh, and it, uh, by the way, my uh, claim was confirmed that uh, ancient Egyptians were the first to enjoy a gooey treat now called marshmallow. The treat was considered very special. It was reserved for gods and royalty. Wow. So they actually had some gods that ate it. Here you go, Nick. It says marshmallow is made from the mallow plant yep. that grows wild in marshes. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the s'morio, which is my son's invention. That's right. And I'm proud of him for What is it again? Oreo. Uh, just to take the biscuit from the Oreo cookie, Steve, separate them, and then put the chocolate and the marshmallow in between the two. I could work that. It's okay. damn good. All right, we're going to see if you know what movie this uh, food clip is from. Hello, Miss. Would you like to buy an ice cream? Me? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. Thank you. I please, sir. There you go, pal. Keep the change. Thank you very much, sir. It's wonderful. Yeah. You should be very proud. Thank you very much. You should be very proud. All right, we're going to go to Doug, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Doug, morning, buddy. And then put the chocolate on the marshmallow. Hi, Doug. Doug, can you hear me? Who? Doug, is that your name? No, my name's Ed. 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 There's the problem. It's all good. Ed, uh, what movie is that from, please? That's from Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! 
correct. And here is what we are going to give you because you requested it. What is a case? All right, Ed, Doug, you got a case of Trogues Perpetual. At Trogues, artisan, artisanal meets mechanical in a state of IPA they call perpetual. Cycling through the hopback vessel and dry hopping method. This bold imperial ale, pale ale, emerges rife with sticky citrus rind, palm, pine balm, and tropical fruit. I don't like these words. Uh, no, no. It, it, no. It, it, the product is fantastic. Yeah. The copy's like, too wordy. I don't like these words. Yeah. I don't like how these words you are know, situated on this page. What are you, Hemingway? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me play another clip, Casey, okay. if you would. Uh, this is a movie food clip. What movie is this from? This was during the so-called disco era. Oh, okay. I thought you had a different one. Oh, I... Uh, it's well, okay. okay right. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. This was during the so-called disco era, but for me, it was more the uh, doing mushrooms era. Oh, okay. We're going to miss breakfast. Why? Never really thought about that, kid. I mean, I was never Mr. Popularity in high school, and uh, I watched Fantasia a lot, and one day it just clicked. Hey, yappy. If you end the conversation, I'll get you an Egg McMuffin. How about a sausage McMuffin with hash browns? You got a deal. <laughs> All right, 215-263-WMMR. What movie is that from? All right, order up. Um, So it's time. Here, this is very interesting. Every state in the union, except for one, will be able to enjoy free tacos from Taco Bell over the next four Tuesdays, okay? From August 15th to September 5th. Every state in the union except for one? Except for one. New Jersey residents will not be able to seize the deal due to Taco Tuesdays being trademarked in that state. Oh my Remember God, that one that restaurant? Guy. Yeah, so there's a, there was another oh. restaurant that uh, dropped the suit yes. that, uh, that uh, Taco Bell had against Rather than them. fight it. But the one in New Jersey is holding fast, and so therefore... Is there so still litigation going on? So uh, Taco Bell is offering up, for the next four Tuesdays, uh, free tacos. Is this... <laughs> Uh, except for in New Jersey. Get the whole state against them? Do you think they're doing it because of that spite of this guy? Probably. Yeah, or maybe because they can't. They can't. It's very possible that they legally can't. Uh, everyone else can claim their free nacho cheese, Doritos, Locos Tacos on Tuesday via the Taco Bell app. Mm-hmm. Uh, except in your New Jersey. It may be because legally they can't do it in New Jersey. They wanted to offer like, up. You always see in those commercials, sorry, Tennessee. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, New Jersey. Yeah, sorry. No tacos. I guess that's the case. So if you have the if you have the uh, app, you could be able to do that um, from August 15th to September 5th on Tuesdays. So okay, that's for I, roughly a month. I never take advantage of these things. I never take advantage of the, hey, get the free bag of fries or whatever. It's, it, it, it's just nothing that occurs to me. Yeah. And I don't your, eat a lot of fast food. I'll do them after like Eagles games. You get like a free pizza. Or something like or that. Or something that happens in the game. Yeah. Okay. But there's there's a line. I mean, you think like, oh, oh I'm yeah. just going to roll in and there'll be nobody there. No, it is busy. Yeah. So, uh, but you have uh, you have been warned, New yeah. Jersey. Come over to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Enjoy it. We, we've got Bring some here. pot. Head down to Delaware. You <laughs> right. can get that done, too. You should do an exchange, Preston. All right. We're going to see if somebody knows what movie this is from. This was during the so-called disco era. But for me, it was more the uh, doing mushrooms era. Oh, okay. We're going to miss breakfast. Why? Never really thought about that, kid. <laughs> I mean, I was never Mr. Popularity in high school, and uh, I watched Fantasia a lot, and one day it just clicked. Hey, yappy. If you end the conversation, I'll get you an Egg McMuffin. How about a sausage McMuffin with hash browns? You got a deal. All right. Let me go to Lydia and see if Lydia knows the answer. Hi there, Lydia. Good morning to see you. And good morning it to you. All right, uh, Lydia, what movie is that from? 
Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Hey. That's right. Steve Buscemi and uh, Adam Sandler in that clip. All right, Case, what do we have for Lydia? We got a pair of tickets to see Chris Tucker, the Legend Tour. That is going to be on Wednesday, October 18th at the Met Philadelphia. And tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. All right, let's go to another clip. All right. Sorry. Sorry, don't worry about it. Do you it. want the one that I had earlier, this one? Yeah, the one that was originally queued up. All right, let's see if you can identify the movie that this food clip is from. Here we go. Your father and I were just discussing his day at work. Why don't you tell our daughter about it, honey? Janie, today I quit my job. <laughs> and then I told my boss to go f*** himself, and then I blackmailed him for almost $60,000 past the asparagus. <laughs> All right, let's see if you know. I love it. <laughs> let's see if you know what movie that is from. 215-263-WMMR. All right, order up. Subway announced that a staggering 10,000 super fans signed up to legally change their first names to Subway in order to get free sandwiches for life. So they signed up for, did they follow, they didn't all follow through with it, right? No, but but, uh, some are going to. Subway announced the overwhelming response to its name change challenge on Tuesday and revealed that uh, in just 96 hours, thousands of Subway super fans got signed up. A lucky winner will be named later this month. So and one person. What's the price again? Uh, sandwiches for life. Okay. Life. Huh. Yeah. And Subway's been around for a long time. For a long time. Kind of guarantee. Yeah. I forgot to tell you guys that I changed my name to Endless Pool Swim Spa Foster. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Good and luck. You still yeah. don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no. There's no contest or no promise of anything. Um, so when you get these lifetime supplies or year supplies, uh-huh. um, there's usually a caveat to that, and it means like. One a week, one a month, something like that. When it's we give away, it. when we give away beer for a year, sometimes <clears throat> it's it's a case a month. Yeah. I think it should be if you're going to be fair about it, an unlimited amount <laughs> yeah, that would that. allow you to literally clean out the inventory of the corporation if you want if you to. wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because at a certain point, you're going to get full. Yeah. Would it, would a case a month would, would that would that uh, be oh. enough for you? What do you guys? Mean, more than enough. Is that more than enough? Yeah, I okay. Just, yeah, I mean, at this point in my life, I don't drink nearly what, enough beer? beer. Yeah. Um. So you could dip your subway in? <laughs> for one yeah, person? Yeah, that would work for me. Yeah, okay. for, yeah for, one, for person. one person. If I'm not, yeah, I'm... I'm Pretty much the only drinker in my house. I drink alone a lot. Uh, yeah. nobody else. I drink alone. Uh, well, it's Johnny Walker yeah. and, and his brother's black and red. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's cousin five alive. Yeah. You got Carter now. That's true. You got a little drinking buddy. Well, yep. And and Rochelle has started drinking wine again. Ooh. Excellent. Oh. The club, or she'll be back to meth in no time. A glass here and there, but yeah, you know what? Yeah, for for me, a case of beer would be plenty for a month. So okay. I'm, you yeah, know. back in my drinking days. Oh no, forget it. Yeah, on no, uh, that's like a weekend recycling day. Yeah, it's like embarrassing. Trash can rattling. I'd be like dumping him in my neighbor's recycling. <laughs> when you go to the doctor and they say, you know, how many drinks do you have a week? And you're like, well, and you try to make a joke, and they they're serious, and no, it's like recommended like three drinks a week. Oh, I know. Yeah, yes. their their numbers are. Yeah, <laughs> they make small. it feel well very bad. Yeah, that they that's predicated on. I think more if you app if you feel you have to have as opposed to you casually have. It's always vague about <clears throat> you know how they actually delineate. Excuse me, <clears throat> whether or not you're a raging alcoholic. Sure. Yeah, sure. but yeah, it's interesting. Casey, you referenced you know back in your drinking days, and and I still am a drinker, but there were different drinking days in my life right. and, and more uh, binge drinking and then I was watching a video I don't know if it was Crossing Broad or, or uh, Barstool Philly the other day oh. but I guess the uh, 
the nine in nine thing is oh. that it happens at the ballpark and it's nine beers over nine innings. And I just I was watching this guy and the whole section was celebrating him and they were cheering the dude on and I was you know I was happy for him or whatever but I was like there is no way in hell oh, no. at this point in my life I could come close They're to that. Big too. Dude, they you, are big. When you guys were able to do it and we would do drunk day, oh. you. It had to be positioned in such a way that you would had nothing to do for the three or four days after because I mean it would it was an ungodly amount of booze. Nine beers, nine beers in, in what three hours? I mean, well, well, less it's shorter than, now. Uh, yeah, yeah, games are like two and a half. Jesus, now. Maybe you man. start before the game starts or whatever. I don't know, but it just you know. And then they're all celebrating the ninth beer in the ninth inning. I'm like, all right, oh, bud. And he crushed it. He, he didn't just like take a last sip and do it. He like pounded chugged. It, he pounded, pounded the whole. Right. Last you guys one. ever do a power hour? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's a shot of beer every minute. No, I never did do that. Okay, never did do that. It seems like nothing. Yeah, I. Did it for uh, Ben. You remember Ben Harvey? Sure. Uh, he, yeah, he had a little birthday get together at his apartment, and we did it there. You remember its companion? Uh, the uh, Century. The Century Club. Yeah, yeah. In oh, fact, yeah. I yeah. Almost made it to the Century. I, I did it thought about doing that, and then I did the math. I'm like, man, that's when you over the course of a weekend. No, right? No, it's no, a, no, no. A hundred minutes. A hundred oh, shots, shots of beer. No, my Century Club was a hundred beers over the weekend. Uh, also, do you ever do speed hundred beers? That's <laughs> Five cases of beer. Yeah. Holy That's hell. insane. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. Jesus. Yeah. But there are a few people. I think we're border, borderline lethal. Do you guys remember, do you ever hear of Cardinal Puff? Uh-uh. No. Oh, that's another. Is that no. a weed thing? No, no. It's a, it's a, it's a beer thing. <laughs> it's actually, it's kind of a secret is society. It, oh. Is it oh. And, named after an actual there's cardinal? A, there's a phrase that you use, which if you're a member, if you are uh, Cardinal Puff. Oh. Um, so. No, it's a beer thing. You'll, you'll have oh. to look it do you, up. Do you guys do Edward Forty Hands? Yes. No. Oh, yes. Oh, fun. yeah, you tape the you 40s tape to your hand. A 40 to each <laughs> yes. hand, and then you can't go to the bathroom. You can't yep. do anything. Yes, they're right. yeah. What was the, um, it was like a sink or swim where they. Human uh, scent of beer. They lock, <laughs> they, it's a happy hour type of deal where yeah. they lock the bathroom door, and the first person to break the seal ends the happy hour for everybody. Special's oh. over. Yeah. yeah. That used to be, they used to do that uh-huh. fairly yeah. often. Uh-huh. I, we, you know, you can, <laughs> people can die. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can have a, like a, perforated urinary. Sure. Area. And it's happened, yeah. You could have, like, a, a silent room with no music, and it would look like everybody's dancing because they all have to their bed. Yeah, for real. All right, we'll see uh, if someone can answer this. What uh, what food clip is this? Uh, what movie is this food clip from? Here we go. Your father and I were just discussing his day at work. Why don't you tell our daughter about it, honey? Janie, today I quit my job. <laughs> and then I told my boss to go f*** himself, and then I blackmailed him for almost $60,000. Pass the asparagus. Pass the Asparagus. All right, let's see if we can get Jay on to answer the question. Hey, Jay, good morning. Ramblers. 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 All right, Jay, what movie is that from? American Beauty. Yes, American yeah. Beauty. Ooh. And that betting and uh, Kevin Spacey in that clip. Yep. All right, what do we got? You got a pair of tickets to see Chris Tucker. The Legend Tour is going to be Wednesday, October 18th at the Met Philadelphia. And tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. All right, um, let's do another movie clip. I know we're going to break shortly. So let's see if you can identify what movie this is from. Here we go. Sherman, I cooked all this food. Is that all you going to eat? Hey, 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 hey. What's wrong with you? You're supposed to eat that thing, not scalp it. Well, Daddy, all the calories in the chicken are found in the skin and 
than a fat, so I pee. Yeah, what you talking about? That's where all the fats and calories is. You know where that come from? <laughs> Watching that damn TV. All right, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> By the way, when I was finding these clips this morning, I watched all of that. Yeah. I, watched, I watched the two dinner scenes from that movie from beginning to end it, because it, they are priceless. And I mean, it's just, uh, it's genius. It's great right acting. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, order up. I'm going to throw this out there. Our friends at Duncan, you know we run on Duncan. We do, uh, They appear to be planning to release a line of hard iced coffees and hard iced teas. With booze. Yes. Oh. Interesting. Duncan has already received label approval to sell alcohol, and four varieties appear on the Duncan Spiked website. Do they have a, like mm-hmm. a liquor partner? It doesn't indicate in this story, Nick. I got to believe that they do. Okay. Uh, uh, rumored flavors include strawberry dragon fruit, mango pineapple, and caramel iced coffee. So I have to assume that this is not. This will not be sold at Duncan. This will be know. Duncan flavors uh, available. Probably they would have to have a liquor license. Yes, right. Sell, like, so you a, couldn't do now, that. There are some. I like want to say around the country, some Taco Bells that have alcohol yeah, the beverages. One in, the one in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And Wawa has had their beer. Remember that for a while? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been to Chipotle's where they sold beer. Okay. Yeah. And, so um, I don't know if Duncan's going for that or not. I have no idea. Uh, five Guys. Not Five Guys. Um, Shake Shack. Yes. Shake yes. Shack has beer. Yep. Um, so by the way, uh, the teas are labeled 5% alcohol by volume. And iced coffees are labeled 6% ABV. Mm. Yeah. Uh, release date has not yet been confirmed, but this was uh, courtesy of Food and Wine magazine. I'm not mad at this trend. I've tried a couple recently. Sunny D has a hard version, and Arizona Iced Tea has one. Okay, and they're pretty good. The hard iced teas. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. It's like the green tea. Remember yeah. that can with uh, or the bottle with the pink flowers on it? Yeah, yeah. With the mint label. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, I believe it. I've, I've had a couple of things that uh, I've heard some hard iced teas. Casey's dad one time early yeah. in the morning <laughs> oh, cracked yes. open a hard iced tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a regular iced tea. <laughs> yep. As he was working on his sermon. <laughs> what are you drinking? Yes. <laughs> Sitting there cracking open. Yeah. I'll bet that was a fun one that day. Oh, yeah. That sermon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see if you can identify this movie. Here we go. Sherman. I cooked all this food. Is that all you going to eat? Hey, 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 hey. What's wrong with you? You're supposed to eat that thing, not scalp it. Well, Daddy, all the uh, calories in the chicken are found in the skin and in the fat, so I feel yeah, you talking about? That's where all the fats and calories is. You know where that come from? Watching that damn TV. All right. Let's see if Allison <laughs> knows. Hey, Allison. Hey, what's going on, Gadzooks? Gadzooks to you. Allison, what movie is that from? Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle. No, no, it's not. No. It's not. Oh, it's not Dr. Doolittle. It's not. You're right. You know what it is. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. I I just automatically (laughs) went to that. Sorry, Allison. (laughs) That's incorrect. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. All right. Um, We'll get somebody else to call in. You know what? I'll do one more story. Okay. Or we're waiting for that correct call to come in. I have one I'm very excited for, Preston. I'm hoping it's the, the st- same story. Uh, okay, why don't you tell me? Oh, is it Italy? No. Oh, my God. I, I'll tell you in two seconds. King of Prussia is getting an Italy, and this is huge news. Okay. So Italy is this huge uh, Italian food hall that they have one in Chicago. They have just a handful of them all over the country. Okay. And it's this massive, big food hall that has all sorts of, like, Italian pastries and pastas and everything like that, and it's coming to King of Prussia. Is it one restaurant, or is it uh, multiple stalls, or uh, can you describe it? Yeah, like, think about, like, a really big De Bruno's. 
Okay. Kind of, but but more like meets Reading Terminal. There's different restaurants to eat into and different um, stalls and type it's of like. It's not a pop it's up. Not, it's going to be there for. Yes, good? they okay. haven't announced where it is, but it's going to. It's big news. Okay, when is this coming? 2025. Okay, so oh, we're. Oh, right, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it next year. 2071. There's going to be a burger joint. People travel the country to go to the eateries around there. Okay. Okay. So there you go. No, I was going to mention a beer thing. Awesome. And. Uh, the question is, would you drink beer made from reclaimed wastewater? Uh, the oh. toilet to tap method might be cleaner than you think. Epic, uh, Clean Tech, and Devil's Canyon Brewing Company have partnered to create Epic One Water Brew made from water recycled from a San Francisco apartment building. From a specific this, apartment building? This includes shower and laundry water. Uh, and they're going to make beer. They're going to make beer from this stuff. Uh, if it's... If it's I, yes, processed and clean, I, I understand that. But you don't need to market it that way. Yeah, too. yeah. I don't yeah. really want to know that. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yeah, like Dasani is is you know is is filtered water. You know, right. from, yeah, but I mean that you don't need to know what was filtered out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So recent research shows that recycled water can be cleaner than ground or river water. Uh, wastewater is cleaned through reverse osmosis, which is uh, effective in filtering out particles and chemicals that you would not want to drink. Uh, some areas like Aurora, Colorado, and Atlanta, Georgia already use reclaimed water in its drinking water supply. But I think that's a tough sell on marketing it as this is toilet to tap beer. <laughs> It has that toilet taste. Yeah. It's some good ass. Yeah, some good yeah. ass. Well, and it's really ironic because there's a lot of wastewater from making beer. In fact, it's a big problem because breweries can't get rid of the wastewater sometimes. Mm. So to take it from an apartment building, put it in the beer, and then create more wastewater. I don't know. That they're not using is kind of weird. They're going to try. <laughs> All right, we'll see if somebody can actually answer, give us a correct answer to the uh, movie uh, that has a food mention in it. We're going to go to Eddie. Eddie, good morning. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Eddie, what movie is that? The Nutty Professor. That is yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Nutty Professor. All right, he did we... do Dr. Doolittle, but you are correct. Yes. Where are we going to give him, Case? We're going to send him to see Chris Tucker, the Legend Tour, Wednesday, October 18th at the Met Philadelphia. Tickets do go on sale in a little bit less than an hour via Ticketmaster. All right, and there you go, friends. we got to shut down the restaurant. We have Close to. it up uh, for the day, but thank you for all the food-related content this morning and uh, for calling in to win the freebies. We want to take a break because we have another guest uh, who is on the way shortly and is going to be performing at uh, Punchline tonight. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, do a little more chatting. And don't forget, we still have Bruce Springsteen tickets to give away before the show is up with the lesson question. We'll be back in a moment. Stay put. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest, Casey and I were just passing notes to each other about, and I'll explain in a minute. Uh-oh. I know. She is going to be... Would you? Why or end? All right. No, 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 no. Before you say it, when you say it, I'm going to guess what you're talking about. Go ahead. Okay. Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Please welcome Annie Letterman to the show. Hey! the pronunciation of my last name? No. no. I mispronounced that earlier today. That's oh, okay. Forgive I you. I was saying Liederman. But I'm a natural born leader. People get it wrong all the time. <laughs> I got it. I can take it. No. What What was it about? Scarlett Johansson. No, no, no. Well, I didn't want you to say that. <laughs> it's who she looks like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Casey wrote down Scarlett Johansson, but before he even wrote that down, I wrote Emily Van Camp. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you I'll know take who, it. Do you know yeah, who Emily Van Camp? Yeah, from Revenge. Yeah. And yes. from Marvel as ABCs. well. ABCs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Do, you, uh, do people say you look like Scarlett Johansson? I get Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Not and as much since her nudes leaked. Vocally, <laughs> <laughs> too. You have a, a raspy a voice. voice. I also have a twin brother that looks like her twin brother. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very Interesting. Weird. So you're from Philly. Yes, I'm from Cheltenham, yep. Very cool. And, and, Happy uh, to be here. I'm a fan of the show, so this is exciting. Oh, that's so yeah. It's awesome, yeah. Wow. Uh, Are we, you surprised by that? Yeah. 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 Anybody, by the way, your sleeping teen daughter is so funny to just have it passed out. I know. This is what I expect at my shows, just people sleeping. And, <laughs> I love it. It's Take Your Daughter to Work Day. Uh-huh. I remember my mom worked at 88.5 WXPN. Oh, when I was and she took me to Take Your Daughter to Work Day when I was like 9 or 10 or something. And driving back from the city... I looked, we were stopped at a red light, and I looked over, and there was, like, a grown man standing up and pooping. <laughs> and I saw it, like, coming out of his hole. Yeah, God. And um, I remember thinking, maybe I won't work. <laughs> maybe working's not for me. What did, what did your mom do at XPN? Uh, she wrote the newsletter. The oh, newsletter. Back in the day, yeah. Okay. Our promotions director's mom works there as well. The guy oh, really? Eric Simon. Yeah, it's, a it's-, cool mo- it's a cool mom job. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Well, you, your mom also did like, like a social uh, work as well, right? Yeah, did, my yeah. Mom, how do you know that? I did research on you. What yeah. is my Wikipedia is weird. But uh, yeah, no, my mom did. She worked for uh, an organization called the Gray Panthers back in the day. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. the Gray Panthers. Yeah, yeah, they all passed away, so it no longer. It was an <laughs> organization for uh, ageism, but they all... No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, I remember they all they died. They died of old and Nobody's fighting for them. <laughs> nobody's fighting. Everyone's like, they, they, they lost the battle. Yeah. Um, and your dad, UPenn, right? My dad was, yeah, he was treasurer at the University of Pennsylvania. So he used to sign my mom's checks when oh. she worked at XPN. Okay. So so you come in here, will you, will you have people in the area who are uh, going to come see your shows? I, it's always, you never know. It's a crap show. show up here. I was like, oh, did I hook up with you in middle school? <laughs> Where did um, you go to high school? I went to the Krefeld School. Oh, well, my mom used to teach at the Krefeld School. Oh, really? School. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Betsy McElwain. She, well, I wasn't there for her. I don't okay. Remember, I don't remember Betsy. <laughs> she taught at uh, St. Peter's and, and Krefeld, and then, um, but yeah, it, and she really enjoyed it. it. It's a smaller private school, right? Yeah, it's like juvenile delinquency. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. had a lot of those. You're, for, you're on the, yes. And how many people in your graduating class? 17. 17. Wait, yeah. So you get sent there, that type of thing? Yeah, but not, my parents didn't get it. They were like, we'll put her with young criminals and see what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> He's like, I learned how to hotwire a car. But you're, um, you're, 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 you're smart. You graduated early, did you not? I did graduate early, yeah. Just get yeah. me out of here. I was like, exactly. I was like, I want to live. Um, <laughs> Is that the best incentive to graduate, wanting to live? Well, yeah. It's, you, yeah. Know, you look at your graduating class, you're like, 70 kids, okay. We got a... Uh... <laughs> Who's in prison? Who's alive? Who works at a Verizon kiosk? <laughs> Well, you talk about in your in your stand-up and then your your podcast, and you know you 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 had a tumultuous early life. You yeah. had a lot going on in your life, and um, uh, uh, there's something that I and I don't know. This could be wiki bullcrap, but you you had a, a sort of a, a drunk driving accident on a scooter. Yeah. So explain what happened. Good morning. Um, well, I was drinking a spiked Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <laughs> I mean, is that just day drinking? And they're just like, okay, so we're going to wake up and get as wasted as possible. Also, I was thinking about the toilet yeah. water, beer. Oh, yes. what, they're like, we can't get rid of all this beer water. Why don't you put that into the toilet rather than... Yeah. Why are we going ass to mouth? Let's go mouth fast. It's <laughs> great. Exactly. What That's are better. we doing? Yeah, it's so right. much smarter. No, I did. I was. I, I crashed my scooter. I have some jokes about it in my in my set. You yeah. can see tonight if you're not at the Tattoo Wildwood Fest. <laughs> I got to compete with that. That's my audience. Well, so can Next I tattoos ask... in Wildwood, that's my audience. I got my tattoo in Wildwood last year. Did you? I went to the festival last year and I you got You were drinking my... your Dunkin's? I was drinking my Spike Dunkin's. <laughs> I want to ask about your scooter accident and how it happened because my sister has since she fell off I of the scooter. I would love to know how it happened. I was... You don't remember. Bla- I was so wasted. Oh I woke God. up like really? my face cut open. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. My have, sister- you dr- have you driven a scooter drunk? It's pretty no. Pretty fun. No, She's dead sober. Don't do it. I don't. I don't. Well, here's it. here's what a lot of people don't know, and what my sister didn't know is that you can't just take one hand off your handlebar all willy nilly. Was she smoking? No. I scooped drunk while smoking a Marlboro Red. Oh my god. No, that's it. Newport Light too. It's like you're yeah. having like a little mint. Oh shake. my god. Uh, no, she, her hat fell off, and she went to grab it real quick. Oh. Didn't realize it. Lost her uh, balance. Went over. Oh. Broke her elbow. She's had, since had four elbow surgeries. Oh my god. Yeah. From Stoop, a tiny little scooter. From a stupid little scooter. I went over hat. the front. Oh, my God. Where were you? when? The- I was in Santa Fe. I still live in Santa Fe. Wow. Yeah, I lived in Santa Fe. I almost lost a nipple. It was wild. It was a wild... <laughs> it was a wild ride. My, my pickup line was like, do you want to rub Neosporin on my boobs? <laughs> Wait, I mean, you, you have a fascinating life. To, again... It's yeah. always been fun. It's never not been the most fun. And, of course, I go into this, like, psychotic job. But it, it worked out... So, so you're in Santa Fe. Yeah. The, they, the Adam Sandler, the longest yard, yeah. comes to, to yeah. sound to film. So you started... Where is all this information? This is awesome. <laughs> well, but, well, I have like 17 podcasts. I, everyone that comes up and knows everything yeah. about me and my meet and greet line. Right, right. But I think it's fascinating. Yeah. And so that's... Uh, and they, the they, met they, and greet line. <laughs> they, they start to... Yeah, you're funny. They start... Yeah. Various people start to say You know you. what? Adam Sandler's chef, this guy Albert, who I have... I should probably be like... Remember me? Yeah. I talk about you a lot. Um, but he uh, he came up to me. I was working as a go-go dancer. I'm also like a terrible dancer, but in right. Santa Fe, Slim Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> so they would give me like 50 bucks. I would get like as wasted as possible and go dance on a, this podium. It was me, um, a drag queen, and a, like a true stripper. Okay. And I was just like a 21-year-old with like the little chicken cutlets and my little flat padded bra. People would come up to be like, your things are showing. And sweat and those little like... Like padded bra things would come up, yeah. And um, and so I just like met the crew through that. And um, would would, would the personalities come in as well? Would, would, yeah, would, would, yeah. They had like private parties and stuff. I was in. There was a music video that they shot for Adam Sandler had a. a 
an album he put out, and one of his songs was about like shaving tr- men shaving their bush to, right, yeah, yeah. to look longer. And I was like a backup dancer in that. Like, if, you, <laughs> if you like, you can kind of see me back in the day. But his chef, I remember chef being like, what are you doing in this town? You're supposed to be with us. So and that's cool. I, that kind of like stuck with me, yeah. And then oh. it was Donnell Rollins who, who gave you the... Donnell Rollins. This is wild. This is yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's I fascinating. I love it. Thank you. Well, Thank because... you for doing your research. I, I, I interview people. I never know any. I go, what, you tell me. <laughs> well, well, I think it's fascinating. professional. Look at you. Your trajectory is very yeah. cool. And the fact that you, are like, you, you know, with all the stuff happening, you see the signs that say... Because when somebody says you're funny, it's like, did you know you were funny? I always made my dad laugh. My dad's so funny. And right. I always made him laugh. So I was like, if I can make him laugh all the time, I can probably make other people laugh. But it's kind of embarrassing when you're like, I think I might be able to make like a room full of people shut up and listen to me and laugh at everything I say. It's, so. it's a cool It's a cool feeling. And what I thought yeah. was cool is apparently, Donald, you really weren't established. He just yeah. took you on the road. I Okay, so I was at a barbecue. I had moved to New York to do comedy because from Santa Fe because I was still drinking so much. And I was like, if I have to go somewhere where I have to drive at night, like I'll be right. dead. And then when I moved to New York, I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to fall on the subway. Uh, right. So then I had to quit drinking. But I, but I was staying on my friend's couch, and he was friends with a comedian named Esther Koo who had been working with Donnell. And she, she had said that I wanted to do comedy. So she's like, oh, come to Ashley. Larry's having a Super Bowl party. Right. So I went over there and I was having like a blast and having fun and like, you know, laughing with one of his friends. And his friends, are you a comedian? And I go, oh, well, I just did like one open mic, but I want to do it. So he goes, yo, Donnell, put her on your show. He had a show he was doing on Mondays at a place called Laugh Lounge that no longer exists in the Lower East Side. And he was like, um, come do my show on Monday. And I was like, well, I'm not ready. And Donnell really shamed me in front of everyone and was like, you go hard or you go home. Don't ever say you do something and not like step up. Yeah, that if sounds Steven like Spielberg yeah. wants you to do an act. You know that accent, all the stuff. Yeah. And it was really good. So then I went on Monday and he would put me up every Monday, give me five minutes and I would just bomb, bomb, bomb. Mm. And uh, That's a ballsy maneuver though. It's a ballsy for him and for you to go and just say, okay, I'm going to invest the work in it. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, that's, it's, yeah, it's a weird, I did stand up years ago. It is a weird thing. You know, uh, those, the first time you just get like excoriated on stage, like, what am I doing? doing yeah but you stuck with it yeah i quit drinking after my first open mics that's how that went um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, i went home with a very unfunny open mic i went oh woke up on that air mattress and went <laughs> 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 again. Maybe this is i heard your set last night uh, <laughs> this happened. but um yeah no donnell was donnell will, t- look, will be sometimes like back to back on the comedy store shows and he, he'll always be like, I always believed in this girl. I always saw it. No one else did. I'm like, no, no. I mean, I wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, no one else ever said, what are you doing with this girl? I was like, I was pretty good. I had some pretty well-structured jokes when I did <laughs> He embellishes on the, yeah, on the, on the lore. He's definitely my first like comedy papa. He really helped me. It was yeah, really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and, and you you do have your podcasts, which are um, uh, how often? I mean, you're on the road. Do you do? Will you produce out on the road as well? Or, I don't. Or do it's you backlog? Out. Sometimes we backlog. I have a podcast with uh, two other women. One is a comic, and one used to date a comic. Yeah. So she knows the ends of that, <laughs> that part of the craziness. Um, uh, with my friend Esther and Kalila, and so because of our schedules are crazy, we have to bank them sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah. But my my solo podcast, Annie What Is With, my fiance actually produces it, so we can do it whenever. So you said it, you said it, one of the, the coolest things I heard uh, anybody say, or at least to understand the psyche of of, uh, of guys when you're dating them. And you, you, you contended, and I don't know if this is, is what you feel right now, is that you got the coolest gift for an ex-boyfriend. Is it the ex-boyfriend or the current boyfriend? You got him a sword. I got him a sword, baby. Look, I know, I know. I know what you guys like. He's Preston. You can't deny a sword. Preston collected swords. Oh, I used to get drunk and buy swords. (laughs) No, I I mean... At the Renaissance Fair. Listen, I don't drink anymore, but I still have that energy (laughs) of being in the middle of the night. I I have... I went through my... I cleaned up my, my Gmail and I got rid of all the subscriptions that keep like... You know, there's a... If my whole thing would yeah. be like, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond sale or whatever. Right. And I kept uh, my sword one. like they, they, <laughs> yeah. I, And I don't ever buy anything from it, but I'm like, I want to stand true to Just in case sword but, you, but you understand, like, this, uh, it's a cool thing to understand. Cause well, I'm, I like swords too. Do you? Yes, of course. So you, you bought I, a katana, right? When I first started right? doing, I had a solo podcast before this one called Inspiration, And people wanted to send me gifts. You know, there's always like, you know, they usually skew men. Right. Uh, they're like, <laughs> what can we send you? And I didn't feel comfortable like getting, I wasn't going to make like an Amazon wish list of like lingerie. I'm not going to do lingerie, but I'm also right. like, don't send me socks. Like I don't need anything. <laughs> I don't want that. You know, I felt uncomfortable that. So I felt the only thing I felt comfortable with was if they sent me weapons. So then I'm like, you know, but then you have the one person that sends you so many weapons that you're like, am I going to have to use these against you? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I got swords. I got ninja stars. I got a taser. I wow. got, and they would send them all to the comedy store. And that so I would cool. just go in. I would just have these boxes of like things. There would always be like a long sword shaped box. Um, but, yeah, it was cool. I got a bull whip. I got what'd you end up stuff. doing with all this? Because the hardest thing is getting rid of that stuff when you don't want it anymore. Well, is it? <laughs> I mean, you're, pro- you're not supposed to throw needles in the trash, but... <laughs> you could just throw your sword. Really <laughs> I ended up right throwing mine in the, in the trash, like literally swords. How funny like, is that, too? To? <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> to be this page. poor, like, guy in the trash, like, yeah. picking up the trash. This is your job. Yeah. You're cool that you're zen. You're listening to a podcast. You pick it up, a sword just slices yeah. your calf open. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, someone went through a breakup. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just... It's cool to understand uh, that it's like a frivolous thing. I'll never, I always tell a story. And years ago, when laser pointers first became a thing, my, my wife asked me, what do you want for your birthday? I said, a laser pointer. Yeah. I had no use for it, yeah. I, but I wanted to see how it worked. Yeah. Sure. She got it for me. Did you get, did you want a sword? You get him a sword? Yeah. It's like, I still want... Like one of those segues. Yeah. I never got one. The somebody, thing comes out, you go, that looks dangerous. I want it. Yeah. Somebody texted in, Annie, and they said they think they know your parents. Uh, do they own a custom printing company? No. Okay, then that's not good. All right. That's so weird. Okay. No, no. I think I know your parents. No, my mom used to own an eBay drop-off store, though, in Doylestown. Oh. Really? Yeah. What about this? Were you at the OD in Seattle a few weeks ago? No, but I sound like I would have been on. Yeah. I have OD'd in Seaside before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you ever a shore person? Did you get oh, We were Cape May. Cape I don't want to brag. Okay. <laughs> but my boyfriend's from, or my fiance is from, um, I, we just got engaged and it's so annoying to say fiance. Right? Dude. It's, just, it's like, yeah. first of all, it's so snobby, fiance. Yeah, yeah. 
Are we friends? She's so annoying. <laughs> but then also, I was talking to my friend about this. It feels almost like you're going through puberty in front of people. It's like you're going through this like weird transition phase right. where you're like, I met a boy. Well, yeah. hi. <laughs> my boyfriend and I ran off to Vegas, the punk rock museum, and got married without. We didn't. We skipped the engagement completely. Yep. Vegas so is where it's got to be. We got engaged so uh, in Vegas on a party bus going to see Chris Angel. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. And Fit. This jeweler who is dead to me, his name's Heavy, he's from Canada, I hate him. Um, he didn't resize it, so it was a pinky ring. But I was like, if you're going anywhere with like a diamond emerald pinky ring, it should be a Chris Angel concert. Right. <laughs> Very fitting. <laughs> so what was the Chris Angel, we always, uh, Chris Angel, uh, what, what is the movie with uh, Steve Carell? Where, where they, oh, Gary Gary Burt Wonderstone. Oh, Burt Wonderstone, yeah. where he parodies Chris Angel. I've never seen it. I'd love to see it. It's, it was a wild show. So what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to go backstage. My my uh, manager like hooked, my. I have like, I don't know what's happened in my life. I know, <laughs> I, le- I went to Nickelback, I got back, it's like, oh, I didn't get fully backstage because I brought my boyfriend, but he's like, <laughs> get backstage. I'm like, because you're there. <laughs> there has to be an illusion of a possible something. Um, I'm like, I know Papa Ro. I'm like, things are, I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, that is cool. But I did a heavy metal cruise years ago and I bombed so hard that I made Papa Roach be friends with me. I was like, we're bound for life. Wow. <laughs> so you're, uh, you were a comedian on the, who yeah. else was on the, it was the, Big uh, J Okerson. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Jay's Big great. Big J, Lewis, and then um, a female comic named Lisa Traeger who is oh, yeah. from yes. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's great. So, so what is that? Funny. I always wonder because now you see these they, they, the biggest ocean liner ever just was announced and they're they're huge and they're they're big hotel things but how do you how do you separate or do you separate yourself from the passengers i mean do you go to your own little you thing I mean, you're on a you ship can't. You so can't. if you have a bad set you're just like going for warm sushi and like touching hands with, like people are like oh are you okay like it was that <laughs> i think that'd be uncomfortable was right? it that bad it was bad. Yeah? <laughs> I was in a weird space. <laughs> it's not going to happen here. Uh, 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 By the way, if you're just tuning in, uh, it's uh, Annie Letterman and is going to be performing at Punchline Philly tonight. That is a female talking. I know that and tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> smoky voice. Uh, it's not from smoking, though. It's no. From, uh, it's no, just talking. smoky, not it's a smoking. It's from never shutting up. <laughs> Uh, so wait, when did you get engaged? Because I also uh, saw that you just recently celebrated your 40th birthday. You the share same. a birthday with uh, Nick over here. Oh, your 20th? July 20th? Hell yeah. 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 Also, your turn? Uh, 48. And, Ew. Uh, I, I know. Sorry. Nasty. <laughs> my fiance is younger than you, so. Uh, my fiance is younger than her. <laughs> well, what is the age spread? Uh, 11 years. He's oh. He was like, should I just say I'm turning 30? I was like, no. Is this your first time getting married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm judging myself. Everyone's like, it won't last. I'm like, oh my God, you thirsty boys. <laughs> so let's. All my guy fans are like, yeah, right. <laughs> it does happen. 11 wow. years. Yeah, that's okay. Is that, is, uh, was there, um, was he in joke, high school? Like, no. <laughs> joke wise or, or humor wise, is he get, does he get you? Does he get where you're coming no, from in life? No, no. He doesn't like me at all. It's weird. <laughs> He's in it for the money. No, um, yeah, no, he. He is, uh, he's an editor. He's really funny. He oh. edits for a bunch of uh, Netflix shows. He did um, a show called Making Fun that won an Emmy, baby. I met him in a, he was working at a basement. I plucked him up. I said, let me bring you around these people. You're a talented guy. Let me get you around some people. That's but, a tough job, editing. It's so, and it's such an well, important job. Well, when you have such an annoying uh, girlfriend, too. He, at one point, was, over the pandemic, we were living in this, like, one bedroom, 
things changed over the. I I worked this pandemic to my. <laughs> you worked it to your advantage. I did, baby. Sorry to your grandparents, but it really so, was, so was, was was he meant to be the sort of time killer for COVID and, and became yeah, and right more? before we were. I was like, what am I going to do? He's twenty five. I'm like, what am I going to do with this guy? He's yeah. from he's from uh, Tom's River, Jersey. So it's okay. like, well, he felt very comfortable. It's fun to like have one of your people, right? From your area ish. And, uh, and we, so we had hit it off, but I was like, what am I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this kid. He got over <laughs> my house because we both like survivors. So I was like, all right, I guess we'll watch Survivor together. <laughs> and then I was like, you got to get out of here. I, I was opening for Louis C.K. and he came. He was like, oh, can I stay at your apartment? It's like closer to my work. And I was mm-hmm. like, I guess. <laughs> and I come back, his like PlayStation's there. He's like, oh. He moved in. I was like, oh no. What am I going to do? I was like trying to figure it out. I was like calling psychics. Like, what do I do? And, um, and then the pandemic hit, and I was like, you better stay, you yeah. know? And then it was just perfect. I just, he's the best. That's so awesome. awesome. But so, yeah, he worked on Making Fun, and then he worked on um, that show Outlast on Netflix. Oh, you see it? yeah. Which yeah. is, like, so cool. And so, yeah, he's just working on editing things, and a lot of the things he works on, is he has to go through all the footage of, like, metal being cut hmm. and right. things. So right. it's like, oh, And then God. it's just me, like, in his ear. And then when we were in that one apartment, we had construction around. Someone had bought the building, and they were trying to get us all out by just doing construction during the pandemic. Oh, can't leave. So we're in this weird hell. So he was he was doing the Making Fun show, which was all the cutting of metal mm-hmm. sounds, me talking nonstop, and he was also making clips for Whitney Cummings. So he was just getting, <laughs> he was losing his mind. Oh, yeah. So, totally trial by fire. Yeah, yeah, so let's say he aged 11 years. <laughs> but you were going to say he's not a Cape May guy? He's, well, he's from, um, you're good, thank you, my ADD needs you. Um, he's, well, he's from Tom's River, which is right by Seaside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, is it Seaside? Jersey yeah. Shore, right? Is he's like right? a Manasquan yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's not, um, well, I don't know if they, when you live that close to the beach, are you a beach, like, are, do you care? If you could just go get cotton candy, is cotton candy a thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess not. I, well, so I go to uh, breakfast in Cape May. Okay. And uh, the ladies that work the counter there, they couldn't give two craps about right. the beach or anything like that. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah so so if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a resident there year-round, it, uh-huh. it's no biggie. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now, are you, um, who was not, hates marshmallows? Preston Hame. That's so funny. I love that take. <laughs> Over marshmallows. I'm just done with them. Enough, enough with you. Yeah. They are like a lot. It's like annoying. They get sticky. It's stuff. just a waste <laughs> to me. Just, it's I don't horrible. Know. And hot whatever. chocolate, maybe. Yeah. But however, Yeah, I agree with that. See, I, I don't do marshmallows and hot chocolate. To me, that's an average. But you love hot chocolate. Oh, really? I do love hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's so cute. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, <laughs> what's your guilty pleasure? What's your what's your go-to when it Heroin. comes to Heroin. No, um, <laughs> no, no, no. Quit drinking. No, no. With marshmallows. What's my my snack that yeah, I yeah, or well, your, anything. Your you know treat. what I was? I had a, a flashback of a, a s'more story when you guys were talking about this, where I went camping with an ex boyfriend who I like still had a crush on, and he kept making me s'mores. It was him, me, him, and this other girl, and he kept making me s'mores, and I was like, oh, this is so sweet, he's making me s'mores. He's hitting on you. So I kept eating them. Yeah, you know. So I had like fifteen s'mores. <laughs> then we go to bed, and he's like hitting on the other girl, and I just have GERD the whole night. But what is my? I don't know. But like, I came home. Uh, my dad picked me up from the airport. And, you know, he's like, your mom and I are on a diet. We're, like, eating. Well. I go, oh, great. Yeah, me too. Of course. <laughs> and I'm, like, driving back. I'm like, should we get Chinese food? He's like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was burping all night. You know, it's uh, hilarious when you when you finally realize because I think that a lot of people spend time thinking that Chinese food is like, oh, it's healthy, it's locale. There's nothing. No, there's not, no. Nothing loaded with sodium. Loaded. We were we were just shoving it down our faces. But that's my favorite thing with my dad is like we always be like, hey, do you want to go to the grocery store and get something B A D? We're just overeaters, you know, it's our thing. But when you when you do come back home, are there things that you need to have uh, to eat? Are you taunting me with cheesesteak talk? <laughs> Not necessarily. Depends Where on what you? your thing is. Um, I like to go to Wawa. I really, I feel like there's a Wawa privilege you guys have that you don't understand. Mm. No, to we, have we, Wawa taken from you and have it not as an option, it's like, when I come home, it's like, it looks, uh, I'm like, I just want one of those pretzels that are wet and dry and <laughs> sticky and, yeah. you know. How is it wet and dry at the same time? Yeah. It's so, and it's yeah. just the best, and it's so chewy and you're immediately full. Oh, another thing is Italy at the mall. Right. Oh, that's what I want a carb load before I go try clothes on. <laughs> okay, what a great, ooh, Awesome! What a treat! Yeah, I got. I have a bedazzled. I watched the the J Lo documentary, yeah. and all I really took from it was that she has these shiny debat debat bedazzled bedazzled Bedazzlers. bedazzled um, bedazzled cups. And so then I found her woman, and I got some, and it's like crazy, you know. So it, like, it, how much? They're like, I mean, she doesn't a deal, but they're six hundred bucks. Oh. Six hundred bucks. Oh yeah, nice. but I was like, it was my flex when I, you know, I first started making a little cash. I was like, but I got a bedazzled Wawa. I broke it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. You broke awesome. it. Oh, of course. Come oh on. man. Um, I wanted to ask, how long have you been in New Mexico? How long have you lived in Santa Fe? I lived there. Well, I live in L.A. now, but I lived in Santa Fe for seven years. Okay. I, uh, a friend of my sister's moved out there just within the past couple of years. Not Santa Fe, but, but okay, good. Albuquerque. <laughs> and yeah. she hates it. So. Well, Albuquerque and Santa Fe are very different. It's way different. It's a bit of a rivalry. It's a little bit... I was going to say cops and firefighters, but they actually do things. But um, <laughs> no, it's there's a there's not. Santa Fe is very like cute little town. And okay, it's kind of arty, right? What's that? It's kind of arty. Yeah, it's like very. Bohemian. Yeah, there's a lot of arts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Albuquerque is like trying to be a city, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I still like it, but it's like you're like, okay, I did a hot air balloon ride over Albuquerque once, and I went, Whew. <laughs> not better, not better from a bird's eye view. <laughs> they just, it, the wind took me over the mall. I was like, oh, uh, it's like a mall with just Dillard's. You know, you're like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Dillard's. Yeah, you don't know yet. Dillard's. I remember the first uh, Dillard's. What the hell is that? And then you 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 cross a certain you know. A, a, Part of the country, and it's nothing but Dylan. Yeah, yeah it's it's J.C. Penney's. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, is that what they, that is? Yeah, okay. they go by a different name. But they, they never would have made Breaking Bad in Santa Fe, right? They had right. That had to be Albuquerque. That's an Albuquerque type of a show. Yeah, that was what was so fun about living in Santa Fe. They they did the like tax break for movies early on there. Yeah, where I yeah. think they have it in like Atlanta and a lot of other places now. Yep. But so. You, I was a bartender and a waitress, and you would just be like serving Sam Shepard or serving like it would just be crazy. It was That's so fun. Cool. I used to party with Sam Shepard before he died. He was the best. Really? Yeah, Kidding. he was so fun. Oh, that's cool. It was funny with he would try to like you know relate to I'm like you, you would have to tell people you were like the dad from the Notebook or something. I'm like uh-huh. nobody knows you're their playwright. <laughs> yes, a lot of people don't yeah. know he was an award winning yeah. playwright. Yeah, he was and also he was. a voiceover artist too, right? He was just he was so cool. It was so fun to and hang the out right with him. stuff for Christ. He's I, Chuck Yeager. But yeah. I like hung out with him in Santa Fe and we had all these like conversations and I was like I want to be a comedian. He was like oh that's so cool, that's so brave. I would never do that. And then uh, I moved to New York. And I was working at a restaurant near Tompkins Square Park, and he—it was like you know a year or two later—and yeah. he's walking by with his family, and I'm like, Sam. 
he comes up, like he approaches me, and I'm like, Sam, it's me, like Annie from Santa Fe, and I, I did it. I'm here doing comedy. He goes, did this be a jazz club? Like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, what's up? Wow. I overserved you, Sam. I overserved you. Oh, no. Or maybe it's with his family. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh. narc on me but it was oh, so funny. funny it was like as a comic you want those moments that is you, cool you want to take yeah. the hit rather than the oh totally yeah you're like oh yeah so you're, you're in LA now yeah I live right? in LA yeah. it's kind of the thing you gotta do and the, the boyfriend uh, was he was he already there yeah he was in LA okay alright more of an adjustment you seem so from here yeah. was LA a dramatic shift for you no, um, well, I, I moved there. I started comedy in New York, and I moved to L.A. like four years in. Okay. I had just um, started, I got passed at the comedy store right away, and then this, it's just the best place nice. to, yeah. I just love it so much. So it was hard to go anywhere else after that. Right. Um, we got to wrap up in just a second here, but I, I have Rude. to ask. I, I, know, I know, but I have to ask one more question. You own Skinks? Yes, oh, I'm a mother of skinks now. Oh my god! My fiance, right before he proposed, decided to come out as a reptile guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and he was going on the road with me for a while, and I must wear that shirt. I was like, I cannot wear this shirt to the morning radio. Sure you could. That's not a shirt. <laughs> that's, that's on my a... Amazon li- wish list. <laughs> Wait, that's not a shirt. That's a bralette. It is a bralette. Thank you. Yes. Um, how, how are the but skinks? It's a picture. It's a picture. It doesn't of, let much though. Of Annie <laughs> holding a, a pretty large skink. It's by a way, obese it's an skink. Yeah, we got a fat skink. <laughs> Yeah. And um, so we have a, so this, he decided that he liked reptiles about two months ago. He was always going on the road with me and then now he has this job so he doesn't go on the road with me. So now every weekend I come back and there's a new reptile. So we have a snake, a skink, four frogs, two pars- poison dart-, dart frogs and I don't know what the other ones are. Right. We have three geckos. Good lord. Pump wow. the Wait, are you doing the poison dart frogs for uh, like the DMT or something like that? Is that? I don't think those are the ones okay. though, but I All will right. find out. <laughs> when I die, it's your fault. Okay. Wow. wow. Like, it was too poisonous. It was truly poisonous. Well, if you want to see the skinks and the, the ever-growing reptile menagerie, you can check out uh, Annie's uh, uh, Instagram page and it's just... Uh, Annie Letterman. Letterman spelled L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N. Yes. And uh, and follow, and you'll see Brawlets and Skinks. Yes. That should be the name of your tour. Brawlets and Skinks. That's awesome. the name of your tour. But you can see Annie tonight. Punchline uh, shows at 7.39.45, and same thing tomorrow night. And go to punchlinephilly.com. You'll probably get to meet my drunk family, too. Oh, uh, yay. Probably in the middle of my set. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome to have you back in the area. Yes, that's great. Thank yeah. you guys so much. It was so awesome. Again, okay? I I would love to. Excellent. Thank you, Annie. Annie Letterman, guys. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us, dear friends. The MMRB is coming to your neighborhood. Join Nick McElwain and Heineken today from 3 to 5 at the home of the city's best happy hour, Wicked Wolf. 1214 Chestnut Street in Center City. Catch the Premier League kickoff and enjoy $7 crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver. 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. Hang with the MM Army tomorrow from 2 to 4 at Rita's of Rockledge. 136 Huntington Pike for an MM Barbecue Ticket Raid. Enjoy your favorite Rita's treats and enter for the chance to win a pair of tickets, which will be given away every 15 minutes. Hey, by the way, uh, Cheddar Wiz. 
Cheddar Wiz, the kid, Rory, six-year-old, who wants to be crowned as the greatest uh, mullet champion. And deserves it. Um, it. Has fallen in second place. I don't no. like this. And that's because, it's not because of the votes. He's got way more votes than yeah. anybody else, but uh, because the um, charity donations are on the lower side, and, and one of the kids has really surged. Uh, so they probably know somebody rich or something Yeah, like absolutely, the little prick. Uh, so if you can donate a dollar or two, that would be great. And maybe we can get him to win this whole thing. I think He's if he a gets great kid. into a respectable monetary situation, yeah. doesn't need to surpass it, but that coupled with his overwhelming votes, which he deserves. Yeah. By the way, Nick, do you, does anybody have the... Do you have the, the standings? I do, yeah. I want to see where it's at. No, he I'm, was in second, uh, and uh, there was this kid, Steve, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but I... Uh, I heard that he uh, he hates uh, veterans. This oh, is that what it is? You yeah. can't have that. Yeah, you can't have him as the face of a, of a charity that supports veterans. Yeah, his name's Dre Bell, and uh, I've heard terrible things about that child. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, but his grandfather was Charles Manson. <laughs> That's what I, I heard. don't know about that. Uh, by the way, just to give you a perspective, Rory has 5,500 votes. This other kid, uh, Dre, has less than 5,000 but Rory has about $3,400 donated, and this other kid has over 12000 Son of a bitch. So if we can get some more monetary donations, yeah, that's, yeah, that'll, that's, uh, I think that uh, that can happen. So oh. um, mulletchamp.com. His mullet's lame compared to Rory's. So oh, well, then that, that alone. Yes. That, that alone. alone. Well, we, we, but clearly there it is, it is a consideration on both levels, monetary and aesthetic. Yep. So please, if you, if you got a couple of bucks to spare, donate, and uh, we'll see if he ends up winning, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Three Ice, three-on-three pro hockey. It's championship weekend. It's tomorrow, it's what? happening at the Wells Fargo Center. What? Uh, when Three Ice wraps up its second season, what? we just had John LeClaren here to talk about it. You visit threeice.com for a special $10 ticket offer, by cool. the way. Yeah. All right, we'll start with this. A Finnish man reportedly stored 26 pounds of dynamite in two cars belonging to a friend, and he said it was just a joke. Hilarious. It's the old dynamite joke. The owner of the cars didn't see it as funny yeah. and informed the police who briefly detained the potential prankster. <laughs> he was eventually freed but remains a suspect. He admitted to placing the explosives on August 3rd in the cars but said he didn't intend to blow them up. Novelty dynamite. Police have all also ruled out any possible terrorist intent. The suspect faces up to two years in prison. Uh, the men knew each other and live in a small village in the western part of Finland. It is not known where the explosives came from. Can you just buy dynamite? You used to be able to buy dynamite. I think that's changed. So years and years and years ago, uh, you could go to a hardware store and get dynamite. Wow. Okay, that's a good question, how you can go about purchasing dynamite. A man in southwest Florida has been charged with flooding a hospital's emergency rooms after attacking a nurse and stripping off his clothes. The 53-year-old became agitated while in a waiting room at the North Collier Hospital in (laughs) Naples, Florida. This is my penis! He barged into the emergency room, pushed a patient, and then pushed a nurse in the head. After the hospital staff got him into a room in an effort to keep him from disturbing other patients, he took off his clothes and pulled a high-pressure water pipe from the wall. Wow. The hospital's emergency rooms flooded, causing tens of thousands of dollars in damage. Responding deputies subdued the man using a taser after he threatened them. I'm so sorry. And he was taken into custody. He is facing a single charge of aggravated battery and four charges of criminal mischief. 
Went a little crazy there. Listen to this story. A misunderstanding over a text message led to an Upper Saucon Township, or the Upper Saucon, oh, I'm sorry, led to an Upper Saucon Township police assault during a 911 response and the illegal detention of a disabled woman, according to a federal civil rights lawsuit. The Coopersburg woman who filed a lawsuit was texting a friend about her health issues. The lawsuit says the woman was waiting surgery to both hips, including a right hip uh, replacement, and says she struggled to walk and climb stairs. Now, she meant to text to her friend, I think I just S-H-I-T myself. Okay. Instead, autocorrect had oh. said, I think I just shot myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the alarmed friend called 911. Right. Uh, police responded to the woman's home. Allegedly, uh, the woman allegedly told police through the speaker on a ring doorbell that she didn't need any help. Uh, the call resulted from the misunderstood text. Police insisted on seeing her, but she said it was difficult for her to make it to the door and ask police to leave. Police put a sticker over the camera on the doorbell. So after two hours went by, the woman cracked open the door to see whether police had left. And that's when they dragged her outside and, according to the lawsuit, uh, uh, put her in restraints and smashed her face into the front door. Oh, my God. The lawsuit says a woman didn't have on a coat, but police wouldn't let her back in unless she allowed uh, police in, too. Police found her legally owned gun in the home. After staying with her in the home for two hours, police took her to the Lehigh Valley Hospital. She was held there for 11 hours until she was released without restrictions. Uh, The lawsuit states that she was illegally detained by police for 13 hours, suffered pain, and continues to suffer psychological distress. So you would think that would all be cleared up pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get if you're the police and you show up and you think that a a shooting has taken place, but that seems crazy. If no one is shot, you may want to go, oh, Oh, okay, we understand. So, all right, now this time somebody really did get shot in this story. A man who was cleaning his gun when he accidentally shot himself in the leg drove himself to the hospital Tuesday night but lost consciousness and crashed into a pillar at the parking structure. Shouldn't have done that. Uh, the incident prompted a brief lockout at the hospital. It's weird as well This is how this whole thing played out. Officers responded to a 911 caller reporting his friend had shot himself and then crashed his car into a pole. Officers found the car had hit a pillar and came to a rest on the sidewalk near an entrance to the center. The man was found lying by the entrance with a gunshot wound to his left thigh. A security guard was rendering aid to the man and officers applied a second tourniquet to staunch the bleeding before he was taken by ambulance to the ER at a nearby hospital. Miller said, uh, this is the police officer, said that the man's friend who accompanied him to the hospital and called 911 told officers the pair had been shooting handguns earlier in the day and returned to the injured man's apartment. He said they were drinking bourbon and cleaning their guns. Seems okay. When the man accidentally depressed the trigger and fired around into his own left thigh. Miller said that he then drove himself to the hospital but lost consciousness and hit the pillar. So he had a friend there with him. Right. Who could have driven. Who could have driven. Now they had both been drinking but I'm going to take the guy who drank and didn't shoot himself in the thigh. I'm drunk and I shot myself and you're drunk. You should drive. Maybe Call an ambulance. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I don't need one of those. Come on. The hospital's only 31 miles away. You morons. <laughs> All right. And then we'll do one more story. Speaking of morons, 
I, okay. Yeah. So uh, a Texas man who literally turned white with rage by way of spray paint was arrested for all his trouble over the weekend. David Winston stands accused one count of felony criminal mischief. Deputies arrived in an area near a lengthy strip mall in response to a road rage call. The law enforcement uh, were met with an odd side effect. Upon deputies arriving, it was written in the report, uh, the complainant reported that a driver in front of them was distracted with his phone and failed to maintain a single lane. While stopped at a red light, the distracted driver failed to prog- progress when the light turned green, the complainant uh, responded by sounding his horn. Uh, that driver's brief register of annoyance allegedly angered Winston and set him off. In response to being honked at, the vehicle in front began to throw objects at the vehicle that had honked while both vehicles were in motion. Go away! When they stopped again, an altercation ensued, and then it got a bit weird. Winston allegedly used a can of spray paint on the honking person <laughs> to paint their face <laughs> and their vehicle and, now bre- you're a mime. and break their back window. At some point, the person who was spray painted also did some spray painting of his own, covering the other guy's face in white. So they're both, mm-hmm. they have both spray painted faces. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you're mine too now. By the time law enforcement got to the scene, the two men's faces were covered in white spray paint. It is unclear whether the can of white spray paint was used on Winston by the other man, was at some point wrestled from the defendant, or if the victim had their own can of paint. We've got a mime gun. David Winston was arrested and booked with felony criminal mischief. I would love to see pictures of that. There are. Oh, are there? there? pictures, yes. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. We will take a break when we return. Your lesson question and the last pair of Bruce Springsteen tickets that we have to give away this week. We'll be back in just a sec. Hang. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday. No sad bro. No sad bro. We're going to be happy bro here in a little bit because we are going to be giving away 
from Bruce Springsteen tickets. Uh, that's if you've been paying attention because we're going to do a lesson question. So screw it. Let's do it now. Do All it. right. We're going to ask this question. Receive, you know the answer, and we will give away those Bruce Springsteen tickets, which, by the way, they are for show number one, Wednesday, August 16th, Citizens Bank Park. The question, i got to go with this. What movie wasn't nearly as impactful as Schindler's List? <laughs> Was a different one. Two one five two six three WMMR. No guessing. We've had a lot of guesses this week. This yeah. is not how the lesson question works. No. This is if you've been paying attention, you actually heard us referring to something earlier. All right. What movie wasn't nearly as impactful as Schindler's List? Two one five two six three WMMR. If you heard it and you know, call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Rita's. And you can soak up summer at Rita's with a refreshing frozen lemonade. And you can pucker up as these frozen lemonades are available in four deliciously fun flavors. But get to Rita's quick as they are here for a limited time only. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Elvis Presley's classic Smith & Wesson Model 53 double action revolver is going up for auction later this week. Presley owned the revolver just before his death and often used it to pick bacon out of his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Senator Dianne Feinstein briefly went to the hospital on Wednesday afternoon after a minor fall in her home. The 90-year-old Feinstein has been on the mend after a recent burp caused her to spit up her rib cage. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Rebel Wilson, another uh, injury, rushed to the hospital after an onset accident left her with a huge gash on her cheek. Wilson was given painkillers and instructed to douche her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We are looking for the answer to this question, and we need to know what movie wasn't nearly as impactful as Schindler's List. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR, and we will go to Rich for the answer. Hey, Rich, good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Oh, yes. Thank you, sir. All right, so what movie was not nearly as impactful as Schindler's List? That would be Schindler's Lisp. Lisp. Yeah. Yes. Schindler's Lisp. Hang on, Rich. You got him. You got the final pair of tickets for Bruce Springsteen, show number one, which is coming up Wednesday, August 16th. And by the way, tickets are still on sale uh, for that show and also the show on August 18th, Citizens Bank Park. You can go to phillies.com slash Springsteen to get yours. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Horizon Services. From clogged toilets to dripping faucets, Horizon Services plumbing professionals are there when you need them. Horizon also arrives the same day, or you don't pay. You can book in seconds at horizonezbook.com. The Tom Petty Estate has signed with Kaplan Perone Entertainment to explore film uh, and television opportunities huh. that would honor his legacy of music uh, with a 40-year career the heart, with the Heartbreakers. Uh, he sold over 84 million records and performed for over 140 million fans across the globe. Of course, he died of an accidental overdose of fentanyl and oxycodone in 2017. Uh, he was taking the drugs following hip in, a hip injury and was only 66 years old. So down the road, uh, we could see some more interesting things about him and his life through film and television. Wow. 
We were talking about uh, King of the Hill earlier this morning, and I had forgotten that Tom Petty had a recurring role. He was a massive fan of the series oh. and of uh, of uh, uh, Judge, Mike Judge. Okay. And, yeah. yeah, he ended up on the series a number of times. All right, so hang on a second. I thought Tom Petty died of a heart attack, and I feel like this... No, I, he died of an overdose, yeah. He, yeah. I thought he had a heart attack up until this very, very moment. Because um, this, this to me, sounds like Prince's death. We covered that pretty extensively when he passed away. So uh, was, accidental drug overdose. Yeah. What? According he to was Mickey. taking painkillers. He had a legitimate, he had had a, an injury that was causing yeah, him the pain. hip injury. Yeah. 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 So when they found him, he was not breathing and in cardiac arrest. Yep. Okay. So maybe it kind wow. of like all related. Okay. But similar to like, yeah. Prince because Prince had a, a back problems from wearing those high heels all those years. Yeah. And uh, doing the dance moves that he did and so on. And so he got hooked on uh, oxycodone and uh, or oxycontin and uh, overdosed on that. Too, Oxyclean. Yeah. yeah. Oxyclean. Yeah. You, know, you got to be careful with we that. Don't. Does pick do, work out of a, a nasty stain, but yeah. Uh, this is a really interesting uh, sound, or not sound bite, but a, an answer from D. Snyder uh, in an interview he was doing. Um, he's calling out rock bands who wait too long uh, for their careers to retire. So he said, I see people singing crazy nights, and they're not so crazy anymore. He said, I'm not going to name names. I always bitch about people who retire, sell us the No More Tour shirt, shirt, Ozzy, he said, and then come back a few years later. We love you. We love you. He said, that's bull ass. And people say, well, that's effed up. No. Stay forever, man. Stay forever. We don't want you to leave. Just don't do a three-year farewell tour, Scorpions. And so he's saying yeah, yeah, the names wow. of these bands. And then say that you've changed your mind. Because you haven't played every because you haven't played every place? No. You've played every place. You've played every place twice. <laughs> he said, I didn't lose the passion for the music. I didn't lose that at all. My last two solo albums, Leave a Scar and For the Love of Metal, were stronger uh, and sort of de-resurging. I lost the willingness to get on uh, to get old on stage, and I don't want you guys to watch me age out. He said. He said I read a reviewer once uh, said that it, and it was actually a positive review about the Twisted Sister reunion, uh, which was ages ago now. But it said when a band reunites and they're good, it makes you feel young again. But when they're bad, it makes you realize how old you've gotten and people were coming to see Twisted and coming to see me and people were smiling. He said, but I know, look I'm not a bitcher and moaner but I've had knee surgery, shoulder surgery throat surgery, neck surgery. I can't lift up my arms. It hurts when I throw the at the horns. He says, it's not supposed to hurt. <laughs> so I'd rather walk off with some dignity and leave you guys with a positive memory saying we wanted more than to overstay your welcome and say, gee, when is this guy going to get off the effing stage, man? So that's it, it, his take on it. I get it. It's so common, though, now for the fair. Everyone sort of chuckles for the farewell tour with the announcement because is it really? No one knows. And it also depends on what kind of a band or artist you were to. If you were high energy, running around, yeah. pyrotechnics, all that stuff, yeah, it's hard to watch the sitting in a chair doing it now thing. But if you were a more subdued artist from the get-go, it's not that hard to watch somebody age. And, and Are you ready to sit? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to sit. Party people, I'm going to sit down in a comfortable chair. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a parking lounge. You're very comfortable. They have the dealers. 
And then it's one of those chairs where you push a button and it'll actually seat you all the way up to a standing <laughs> position. Great. I need my suit. That's the big part of the uh, the show at that point. Uh, Mick Fleetwood. I need a pillow for my Mick Fleetwood's restaurant in Hawaii has been uh, burned down ah. in the wildfire spreading across the island of Maui. Um, the drummer posted on social media, uh, this is a devastating moment for Maui and many are suffering unimaginable loss. Fleetwood's on Front Street has been lost and while we are heartbroken, our main priority is the safety of our dear staff and team members. They showed that, they, Preston, they broke down the confluence of events that caused this to happen the way it did because a lot of people are saying, how, would, how did this happen this way that it, mm. it, it tore through so fast? It was... Hurricane Dora, which was off the coast by many miles, but it just happened to to clip that part of the island with the strongest wind surges, mm-hmm. caught the fire as it was starting, and basically put took a flamethrower to the town. And it happened to have been, I guess, drier than normal conditions, yes. too, because they do get, you know, uh, rain uh, yes. from time to time. But uh, apparently the, just the conditions were what they were. Not, they still don't know how it started. Nope. Uh, but he went on to say that he is committed to supporting the community in the days, months, and years to come. The blaze began several days ago. And, of course, uh, at this point, I think 58 people have been killed. Um, Fleetwood, who has been a part-time resident of Maui for decades, opened his restaurant in 2012. By the way, uh, a couple of clips, uh, Steve, that you isolated of Carrie Underwood opening for Guns N' Roses. Yeah. When was this? Uh, yesterday. Uh, it was yesterday. Okay. And she had um, apparently stuck to an all-rock playlist. She didn't so do any of her country music. She canned her, her normal playlist. She's a huge Guns She's a huge rock fan. And she takes some songs out for a spin. And I, I thought you might want to hear Dude, how she did. She's got a powerful she voice, does. by the way. Yeah. Here we go. So tackled some Led Zeppelin case. Yep. If you could pull that up real quick, this is uh, a version of rock and roll. Took a stab at some motorhead. Yes. So there's a little bit of that. Give her some love mm-hmm. for that. I absolutely do. I think it's cool that she knew she's was true to it. She again abandons her actual set list for her show yeah. and delivers <laughs> some straight up rock and some bold choices. Yep. I didn't know until right now that those lyrics are. It seems so long since we walked in the moonlight. Okay, 
That's all. You have now been enlightened. All right, thank you, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's an MMRBQ ticket raid taking place, and that is tomorrow from uh, 2 to 4. Rita's of Rockledge. It's at 136 Huntington Pike, and if you get there between 2 and 4, there are going to be tickets every 15 minutes. It's pretty damn um, good. We also made the announcement earlier this morning that uh, the Preston and Steve show side stage, we are now soliciting for your videos to possibly be one of our 10 singers to come up and sing a song at the MMRBQ on our side stage. And by the way, last year, we had a, a great time doing this. Everyone got up. You know, they were moderately competent, and they were really good, but the audience was just there and was loving it. Oh, yeah. And having everyone take a shot at getting a moment on stage yep. to sing a song that they loved. And uh, that we said immediately when the whole thing wrapped up, Preston, gotta do it again next year. The amazingly talented band Sidearm will be doing our live band karaoke. So it's not just a, you know, a soundtrack. There's no. A band backing you up. It's cool. And if you know a singer who should be in this, then let them know. And we're taking the submissions now. You can click on contest at WMMR.com and submit a video of you singing. We're eventually going to have a judging and voting process to find out who our winners are. And each person's going to get four tickets to the MMRBQ as well. You can also text the word MMRBQ the 39333 will send you a link to enter and all the information. And then one last thing I want to mention, uh, our buddy Kyle Mack, his band, I was told him I'd give him plugs because uh, he does all this great music for us. His band, uh, the FM band is playing Parks tonight in the 360 Lounge. Wow. 9 o'clock and then they got a gig tomorrow in Cape May at Carney's if you want to stop by. I'm glad they had the 360 Lounge back to that, you know, a venue for music as well. Yes, absolutely. Alright, and that's the last item in music news. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. Wrap it up with the word of the week prize. Make sure you stay there. We'll be right back. This weekend, 93.3 WMMR prepares for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band's double header at Citizens Bank Park. Double shots, giving away our last pair of tickets at WMMR.com and sharing stories of the special bond between Bruce, MMR, and Philadelphia all weekend long. Plus, tune in Wednesday at 3 p.m. for live opening night concert coverage with our own Jersey guy, Jackie Bam Bam. Some tickets still remain at phillies.com slash Springsteen. Bruce at the ballpark from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Friday, no sad bro. We have not. Hang, hang on a second. Let me get to this. Here we go. Yeah. No sad bro. 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 As we move into our weekend, and the weather's going to be fantastic, especially today. High of about eighty-five, and partly cloudy skies, and all that stuff. And then tomorrow's into the nineties. Uh, Marissa, you wanted to mention something. Yes, so last night was dinner on Blanc. Um, It was an amazing night. It was so fun. Uh, But as we were lining up in our secret locations, uh, a couple couple friends of mine had found a small little kitten who was left on the side of the road. Um, So, I mean, obviously none of us us had cars. We couldn't do anything with it. So I did the first thing that came to mind, and I called Steve. (laughs) And uh, Claire put out the call, and some um, lovely people, a lovely girl named Shelby came by and picked up the kitten and took him to the vet Good. and um you know did all the things all the things i hear you talk about all the time see right, i was yeah. able to employ so um thank you to shelby and the max fund for um helping out this little, oh, this little kitten yeah you good yeah. excellent that's good i said i said there you good there yeah. you good there's there's good. There you good. There you if good. it's the last thing you say on a friday yeah. it's, then it's well, got a positive there you good happy yeah. now there you yeah. good 
Um, I want to thank our guest. Uh, we have Mr. John LeClaire on the program. John was awesome. And uh, he is promoting the three-on-three ice hockey championship at the Wells Fargo Center. It's taking place tomorrow. You can go to threeice.com. That's the number threeice.com. They actually have $10 ticket packages that are available. And uh, it's legit. And it's cool. And it's fast-paced and all kinds of interesting rules for hockey. So I'd really like to see it. Yeah. So that, nice to have John by this morning. And also, Annie Letterman. Yeah. Uh, she's performing at Punchline uh, tonight, by the way, and tomorrow as well. She was very funny, loves this area, is from the area. It's so cool. And was a lot of fun having her by, and I'm sure we'll do it again sometime down the road. Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Good day. What's happening? Um, I also loved uh, your music news on D. Snyder. Well. Um, because he just hit it right on the head. Yeah. I mean, there's how many retirement tours of every every different variety? Yeah. I saw the Who's Farewell Tour in 1982. Yeah. At, at uh, JFK Stadium, I think it was, or Veterans Stadium. And uh, I was so crushed because I loved them so much that I, I didn't have enough money to fly to Toronto for the, f- quote, final show. And so the at the Tower Theater, they had a simulcast, right. and you could pay like ten bucks and go in and sit and watch a simulcast. And I, damn, if I didn't pay ten bucks and go and sit and watch it, I'm going last time ever. Oh my god, this is it! And I, I was young enough to believe it. And then they were back six years later, yeah. and maybe five. Yeah. I and I adore them, of course. Um, but um, to their credit, the Rolling Stones is the only band that has not ever done a farewell tour that I know of. But Motley Crue is is the most grievous offender. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, they swore up and down. Well, not only did they swear up and down, they had a huge press conference, and each of the five members signed a contract, right, saying we promise this is really our farewell tour. Really honest, honest, you know, fingers behind the back. Honest, it's our farewell tour, and you know, I don't begrudge them for. No. To play, but D is right. Just keep playing because you you kind of milk your fans. It's kind of not well treating your fans because they go, Oh, I better buy that t shirt. I better buy this ticket. Oh, and look, there's a bonus CD. I could buy that too because this is the last time. And then Motley Crue was, it was so bogus. It was pretty tasteless, to be honest, I think. But, and I like them, but it was so tacky because then four years later, the movie comes out and it does well. And either they're out of money or they really genuinely miss it. And then a video appears of a contract exploding in space (laughs) or, you know, catching on fire. How would you. Execute that contract. In other words, who's that actionable on if it's broken? Right. They're, they're yes. the signatories. They're, they're, I mean, what is it? It has no meaning. I don't know. I don't know. But it, I mean, it was it was very bizarre and uh, very surreal. I mean, and it, in the course of the life of the planet, it means nothing. No. But uh, it, I just find it annoying. <laughs> I think a lot of people that agree with you. And I, I so and I, I've never heard anyone hit it on the head like Dee Snyder did yeah. in that particular. Just don't stop playing or take a six year break. Or a ten-year break, and then try it again. But don't say it's your farewell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then come back. And exactly, so, et cetera, et cetera. I agree wholeheartedly. All right. Having All right. said that, we can continue. Let's do this, man. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the Daily Letter and the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter K is in kiss. All right, and we'll take caller number and farewell n- tours. And I'm sorry, uh, nine at two one five two six three WMMR. If you happen to know what that word of the week is, then uh, we have a prize over here for you. But you got to give that to us. So call him right now. Caller number nine. Uh, what's going on today? 
on this program today, we will have uh, tickets, or we're not tickets, we won't have any tickets. But <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that's uh, a selling point. Yeah, that's something I, that's Sometimes I, tickets can muck up things. I invite you to stay tuned for the entire program because there is nothing to win. <laughs> uh, and I'll have no tickets and no uh, music uh, other than the music I play, and that I'm giving away. All day long, song after song for is a free. giveaway Excellent. for free. Yeah. So think about that. Okay? But you hate it when people call in and ask for a song and like to talk to you, correct? I love that. Yeah, that's what's getting. Love that. That's my favorite part. Um, so there'll be songs to play from Incubus in a workforce block. They're at the Hard Rock tonight. Uh, dire Straits for Mark Knopfler's birthday tomorrow. That'll be fun. And Hooters and Rick Springfield are at Hard Rock tomorrow. So we'll do a block wow. of the Hooters. They're back in town. Yeah, they're it. on that tour. It's going. <laughs> Well, and Rick, they, I saw some video of Rick Springfield. I don't know how old he is, but, you know, midway through the set, he's taking his shirt off and girls are still screaming or women are now screaming. Right. Put it back on! <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to see this! Well, I saw some video of it. I don't know who took it somewhere online. Yeah. He looked pretty good. No, man. absolutely. Yeah. I look like that at that age or <laughs> take whatever shirt off, I, I would take my shirt off, but I don't want to scare anyone. Uh, by the way, real quick, I do want to address something. A few texts coming in this morning uh, who are, people are watching on YouTube. It says, who is the person uh, eating next to Pierre? It's a little weird. <laughs> that is my youngest child, Caroline, who has been in to visit this morning. So if you were watching, then that is indeed who is in the studio with us. She didn't realize she was on camera eating. <laughs> Alright, let's let's uh, let's see if we can get a winner. We were looking for caller number nine, and that is Nick. Hi, Nick. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning to see you, Nick. What is okay. the word of the week, please? Would that word be talk? Great talk. day in my morning. Absolutely correct. And Nick, we're going to give you four tickets to see the much-anticipated return of the Lion King August 25th at the Academy of Music, my friend, and also a limited edition Lion King merchandise gift bag. All right, buddy? Oh, thank you so much. You bet. Enjoy. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. And don't forget, it's a winner of six Tony Awards, including Best Musical. Uh, tickets available at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. I would like to thank our sponsors. The President and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Trinity Rehab, with locations all over and now opening King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. Also, Duncan, the President and Steve Show, runs on Duncan. Next week on our program, WWE superstars Ricochet and Grayson Waller will be in studio ah. because uh, WrestleMania back. Back. is coming back. Filled up a first time in 25, 25 years. years yeah. uh, Dave Raymond, the original best buddy of the Philly Fanatic. <laughs> yeah. The original one yes. will be in our studio. And also, T.I. will yeah. be in our studio. From the Marvel Universe? Uh, He's doing stand-up comedy. All right. Well, we'll see. He's an Ant-Man, Preston. Now, all of that goes next week. That is it. We are done. (laughs) Rage on. Have yourself a great weekend, guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.